0: A lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters.
1: The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field.
0: A lot of great
2: coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools.
3: Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised.
2: They're doing things the right way on and off the field.
4: Where traditions are passed down.
2: They're doing it because they love the guy next to them.
4: Where every Friday night. It's a race of champions.
2: Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard.
4: It just
1: boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day.
3: This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7.
5: From Billy C. Rogers Stadium on the campus of Upperman High School, it's Bees Football presented by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight, the 4-0 Bees host the 2-2 Warriors. Good evening. I'm Devin Hope here with Coach Wes Shanks. Coach, this is a huge, huge 4-A region game here. Both teams heading into their third region game in a row. Uh, what what is upperman uh, gonna have to do to control the tempo of this game
6: hey look this is one of those ball games that both fan bases have circled all year long they put on the schedule last year uh, this is the first time white county has been in this already stacked region this year they dropped down from 5a to 4a and this class 4 region 4a it, or region four is just With Stone Memorial, Upperman High School, White County, you've got Livingston, you've got Cumberland County, you've got Macon County. I mean, White County is going through the gauntlet of their season right now with, I mean, they they went to Warren County, Cookville, Stone, Upperman. They got Macon County next game. So even though they are 2-2, and this is a huge game to either put them in a losing record uh, for the regular season in their uh, region for Upperman they come in 4-0 uh, 2-0 after a big win off at of livingston in region and so they're looking to continue to separate themselves from the rest of the uh, region and so that that couldn't be a, mo- a bigger matchup that the players are looking for the white County's looking for the fans the coaches everybody involved and i know i'm looking forward to it
5: i'm looking forward to it as well coach tonight It's the White County Warriors and the Upperman High School Bees. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
8: It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com.
9: Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-Gig Fiber Optic Network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-Gig Broadband Service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10-Gig.
10: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland.
11: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
1: We can talk about Tripp Pinion all we want, and he certainly deserves all the credit and praise that he receives. But who has to step up around him to get this team where they want to be at this point in the season?
4: Uh, well, I mean, we we had some opportunities Friday night in the in the receiving game and there was a few balls that were just dropped. Uh so I think some of those receivers in general just need to make sure when the ball's in the air that they're gonna be the guy that goes and gets it and and we've got the Dow brothers back there playing running back and they just got, Tripp's got to trust them is the the right way to put that to help him. Uh, I think it's important that once that bond is built and they trust each other enough that 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 will that will fix a lot of the things that people are, are seeing. Uh, but when you look at it, it looks like Tripp just puts every, everything on his back and he does, rightfully so. I mean, the kids leading Russia in the nation and Friday night, he runs for 209 yards and throws for 173 against a very tough stone defense. But there's moments there that he could have handed the ball off to, to alleviate some of that pressure, and he didn't. Not not taking shots at him. that's just part of it. You got a freshman running back right there, or you got the junior that's the leading rusher in the nation. Who's going to?
1: We talk about it all the time. At, <laughs> excuse me. At really every level. But how do you coach a kid like that to trust? other guys when he knows what he's capable
4: of right uh well and sometimes you you don't sometimes you just say hey look you are what you think you are you're you're the best player on on the team right now uh you got all the all the momentum going your way sometimes you're you're going to do things that help the team that are not exactly the right right reads so you don't want to take him away from being himself but at the same time you just continually show tape and, and show him the two seconds after the read and things like that. And it, it just starts registering in his mind and, and as as we're practicing and practice, you start seeing it more. Uh I feel like he is he's making those reads a little bit better and, and making sure that they're they're clear. Uh but we just gotta continue growth in that area.
1: Upperman is four and zero, an incredibly tough opponent for so many reasons. Where do you guys have to key this week, going on the road to Baxter?
4: Well, uh, it's it's simple. I think uh, you just key you key on yourself. I know it's you know cliche and whatever, but Upperman's really good. They got a great defensive line, good linebackers, good secondary on on defense, and then you turn around on offense, they got a really good offensive line. A solid running back and a good quarterback with receivers on the outside. They are who, who everybody is looking at in the upper cumberland. That is the team. Uh, and we, if we start looking at all those things I just said, it gets a little bit intimidating. Uh, so we, we don't, we just focus on ourselves and, and we continue to try to get better, try to cut out the simple mistakes that we were talking about and making sure that we're, we're prepared to execute what we need to do. And we can't control what Upperman's going to do or who's going to show up and play for Upperman.
1: White County head coach Curtis Baton. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: coach Chris Crossing, out UC here. Sports Thank Nation. So Covering so the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston.
12: I'm Jake Wallman. Livingston Academy hosts Pickett County tonight for homecoming. Wildcats head coach Matten Hauser is not concerned about keeping his players
4: focused. You know, the you know a lot of the reason they do have homecoming is because of the game and the players and cheerleaders and band and and we want the kids to enjoy those things during the day and then know that when practice starts, it's time to focus on football. But um,
2: you know they. They're a resilient group. They'll be ready to go Friday night, and, and
13: uh, I'm excited about it.
12: Pickett County is still searching for win number two on the season. Cumberland County had homecoming last week as they hosted Pickett County. This week, the Jets will host Macon County. In Gainesboro, the Blue Devils look to snap a losing streak against Red Bowling Springs. Head coach Sean Loftus is just trying to get his team healthy this week.
4: We're a completed, uh, you're a, we're a banged up group. Um, and just uh, you know, the next next person just got to be ready to go, and in hopes of uh, you know you know getting enough reps this week for everybody, and uh, understanding what the game plan is, and going out there and executing to the best of uh, their ability.
12: Red Bowling Springs has scored 42 points or more in three of their four games this season. DeKalb County faces off with Gordonsville looking to continue their winning streak. After starting 0-2, Panthers head coach Steve Trapp feels good about where his team sits.
0: They're definitely playing better football. They're understanding the mistakes that they've made and you know how to get through them and learn from them. So that's kind of where we are. We're still not playing our best football. Uh, but we are playing extremely hard and uh, getting the job done ultimately when it matters.
12: Gordonsville started 0-2 this year but has won their last two games by a combined score of 49-6. Stone Memorial looks to stay undefeated taking on Meigs County tonight in Crossville. Head coach Derek Samber says his team is still focused. The The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Who has
2: time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call AL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff 319 6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction.
14: Your hometown team. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream
15: work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference, the property company, proud supporters of our local athletes.
13: What's in your heart?
16: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
13: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community.
16: UC EMC Cares.
13: From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership.
16: Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner.
13: And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest
16: dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart?
1: Head coach Adam Payne, the Auburn bees, another league, and this time it is one of the best athletes you may face all season. Tripp Pinion led led the state in rushing, top ten in the country uh, at a point this year. How do you slow him down? Just from a football standpoint, how do you slow down a guy like that? Obviously, you guys have to go out and execute.
4: Yeah, um, I really don't know. Um, you know, he's a kid that. Um, you know, each and every play looks like he's, uh, you know, very, very, uh, dead set on getting the ball in the end zone. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a north and south type of guy that'll make, you know, some subtle moves. Um, you know, he sets his blocks up really well. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't recall seeing a kid this dynamic with the ball in his hands. Um, uh, to make matters worse he can beat you through the air as well um so it's it's just going to be a collective effort um i don't think you uh i don't think you really slow him down or or um you know contain him or anything like that i think the biggest the biggest thing is that you know you got to make his 250 yards or or 300 yards whatever it may be that night you got to make them tough yards and uh you know hopefully the wear and tear over the over the course of 48 minutes you know maybe takes its toll on him and and uh you know that's what we're we're hoping to do is get some bodies to where he's going to be and and uh, you know, hopefully, get him on the ground.
1: On the maybe the opposite side of that, how do you challenge your offense this week? How do you challenge a guy like Bronson Chafin to step up and compete in a game where it could be quarterback Mano Imano?
4: <laughs> well, we never look at it that way. Um, you know, it's, a, it's especially the way we play offense. It's a a true team, um, you know, concept. But, you know, Bronson's got some, uh, uh, you know, a skill set of his own that is, uh, pretty unique. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, you know, call some plays that, that let him run the ball some and, and, uh, also showcase his arm a little bit. You know, we, we need to be a little more balanced and we need to be a little more consistent. But, uh, you know, offensively we've, We've moved the ball pretty well, and, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll we'll be able to do the same. Uh, You know, I think they play really hard on defense, and um, I think their football team kind of rallies around the quarterback, and, and, uh, you know, they all want to do their part. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a big-time challenge. Uh, You know, this will be a a challenge for us. But, you know, honestly, this is why we play. You know, this is why we play these games. There's going to be a big crowd going to be uh, an electric environment, and um, you know, hopefully, our kids will embrace the whole thing
17: one of the practice big here game imagine. day there you TV never have any time day so, day. so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team Numbers are for game stats and scores,
15: not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing Lender. Getting
1: set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation, it's homecoming at Livingston Academy. They host D.K. County this evening. White County will visit Upperman in the game of the week while Cookville is on the road at Mount Julian. DeKalb County will look to continue their winning streak hosting Gordonsville and Stone Memorial will look to stay undefeated hosting Megs County before the Panthers and Tigers face off with each other next week. Warren County stays home and hosts Gallatin. Monterey will be back on the road to host Westmoreland.
18: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Reminding you to call before you dig. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
18: Stand by. Kickoff is next.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new XMark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X-Mark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
19: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
18: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. W-284-DR-Cookville. W-K-X-D-H-D-3-Monterey. Sports Radio 104.7.
5: We are coming at you live from Billy C. Rogers Stadium. The game is Woo! getting ready to kick off here, Coach, and I'm excited. Fireworks. I'm Devin Hope. I'm here with Coach Wes Shanks. We're here getting ready for an exciting, exciting football game here, big-time football game.
6: Hey, this is a uh, cross-county rivalry here. This is a new rivalry, uh, White County coming from 5A into 4A into this stacked Four uh, a region uh, region four this is going to be a tremendous ball game with some headliners i mean you got uh, you got guys like trip pinion he is leading the state in rushing by 119 yards uh, after week two he was top in the nation not the county not not the state the nation and so this is somebody that's uh that you're going to want to come pay your uh, ten dollars for high school football to come watch anyway but then you got this great environment. We just saw fireworks. We had my star shortstop out there pulling the flag for this Upperman Bees team, who is number two ranked in the state, per, uh, the Tennesseans. So we've got a great matchup. Bronson Chaffin, with the quarterback, is. It's going to be a, a, a fun game to see which of these superstars uh, pulls their team to the win.
5: Two amazing quarterbacks, indeed, Coach. Two fantastic teams. The Upperman Bees are four and zero right now in a four-game winning streak. White County, they are two and two, but coming off of two very close losses. But again, they may have the best player, uh, not just in the county, but one of the best players in the entire country. Absolutely, in Trip Pinion, superstar. White County about to kick the ball off to the Upperman Bees, who will receive it first. Beautiful, beautiful night here in Baxter, Tennessee. Lovely, lovely weather. This is perfect, perfect football weather.
6: Pack Stadium.
5: Pack Stadium, homecoming night, and the kick is away. The kick is away, and it is fielded by Upperman. Here goes, making a move up the sideline. There goes the Upperman Bees, and the Upperman Bees player is out at the 45 yard line. Tremendous starting field position for the Bees. That's
6: number 10, Bronson Turnbow, three sport athlete there. Catches the ball on the 30 on the far hash, takes it right up the sideline, gets 25 yards. Upperman is in a a tremendous. Uh, field position start right here as the game begins incredible
5: incredible return I mean he just got to the sideline and he went right up the sideline so fantastic analysis there coach now the Upperman Bees are going to have great starting field position that's actually at around really the 40 uh, 43 yard line in White County territory so right off off the bat uh, terrific start for Upperman let's see if they can capitalize off of a tremendous return
6: Got two receivers set.
5: Chaffin gets the ball, hands it off to his running back, right up the middle, and there he goes, number 21, Ethan Paul. Tough runner, runner, and he picks up a first down. Ethan Paul close to first down. Excuse
6: me. Ethan Polk, uh, leads the team and carries with 62. 440 yards uh on the season, averaging 7.1 yards a carrier. Coach Kane and this offensive staff loves giving him the ball right up in that A gap, hard nosed runner. You're probably gonna see a lot of that tonight.
5: Terrific eight yard run right up the middle ball on the 35 yard line. So it is second and two to go. Incredible downhill running from Ethan Polk. Now he stands right next to Bronson Chaffin. Chaffin looking to pass this time. Looking downfield, he throws it short, and he's got his guy Cam Bush out for a first down. Cam Bush gets out at around the 28-yard line for a first down.
6: He was looking for Elijah Fitz right there on the flag route. As he rolled to his right on the right hash, he was trying to get to the end zone. Uh, The defense right there for White County did a great job. Uh, Over top of that, he did his uh, second check down to Cam Bush out in the flats. Very smart play on the quarterback. Good defense. Hey, that's just good football.
5: That was a terrific play from Bronson Chaffin reading the defense, and he had all kinds of time as well. He was able to just stand back back there as he rolled out. Now the referees are in a a discussion about something here. I'm not quite sure uh, what they were talking about there, but uh, the head referee – um, has allowed them to continue play. So that was that was an interesting moment there. The two referees came together. Now Bronston Chaffin snaps the ball. Looking, looking downfield, he's still got the ball in his hands, and now he throws it to number 21, Ethan Polk, who gets taken down at around the 25-yard line, a minimal gain there on, on first and 10.
6: Tremendous athleticism by your quarterback, Bronston Chaffin. There rolls to his left, gets hung up, because of the great containment by the linemen on White County looks back far side of the field over here and and finds 21 Paul, but man, he threw that up in the air. It was in the air for, it felt like three or four seconds for a gain of one or two. I think Coach Kane would probably rather him either just hold on to that, throw it away because that was a a play that could be disaster later in the game.
5: It is second and nine ball in the 26-yard line. Chaffin has the ball. Now he's an option keeper. He's running it past the 20, past the 15 and close to the 10-yard line. A huge, huge gain from the big Bronston Chaffin.
6: Yeah, right there off the end. I mean, that's a great uh, play design. Twenty-one Park, who's been holding the ball, who's been carrying the ball, hit a great end-around block that allowed Chaffin to have that gap on the C-gap wide open. Puts his head down, gains about eight. This momentum right now, upperman offense, looking pretty tough to beat.
5: Design quarterback run picks up a huge gain. Now it's first and ten on the 14-yard line. Opening drive. For the Upperman Bees, after a tremendous return earlier that set put them up, starting on the 45. But here goes Bronson Chaffin, hands it off to number six, who cuts upfield, and that's going to be a minimal gain for Carmine Phillips. But but still some interesting option plays there.
6: Hey, Carmine Phillips has gotten a lot of carries, uh, just two on the year, but he has seen you know the ball in the in the flats with the receiver set. That was the end around right there. A comfortable game. you know. That's that's five, uh, ten or excuse me, five or six yards. Now you're in second and manageable here, and you're in the red zone.
5: Second and six, ball on the ten yard line with ten minutes remaining in the first quarter. Of course, this is Upperman's opening drive. Bronston Chaffin alone in the backfield. Chaffin snaps the ball. He throws it to his guy number thirteen. Is that complete? I believe it is. Just past the ten yard line, that was that was a Branson. Or no, sorry, excuse me, Elijah that was Fitz Elijah right Fitz.
6: Yeah, they had like they had a two receiver set, uh, but they had two tight ends on the right hand side there. Uh, they both rolled out to the right with Bronson Chaffin. Uh, feel like Coach Kane in the offense right now is liking getting Bronson in movement, which is allowing the the play to adjust or the play to evolve or roll to the right, which is getting setting him up for success.
5: Third and three on the seven-yard line. Chaffin hands off to Ethan Polk right up the middle. Did he get it? It looks like the referees are spotting it for a first down.
6: Hey, that may be an upperman first down, but, but number seven right there, Isaiah Kelso for uh, White County had a touchdown-saving tackle. Came from the inside, got his legs underneath there. Otherwise, Paul's in the end zone.
5: It was just enough for a first down. Very good running from Polk. And again, as you said, great tackle from Kelso. First and goal on the four-yard line. Bronston Chaffin has Ethan Polk right next to him in the backfield. Chaffin hands off to Polk again, but this time he has stood up immediately. The White County defense was right there on him, and he goes nowhere.
6: Trying to see who that number was right there. It's got a three in it because that was a tremendous tackle. Number 30, oh gosh, that 13 or 31. Either way, that was a, a linebacker came up for White County and just put his face mask in Park's chest and stood him up. Uh, that's number 31. That's going to be your, uh, your linebacker, Caden Blaylock. Great play. Uh, if White County is going to do some damage here and limit the offensive progress, it's going to take more tackles just like that.
5: And Isaiah Kelso was in on that tackle as well, and he was fired up after that play. Now it is going to be second and second and goal from the four yard line again there was no gain on that play this is Upperman's opening drive here a very good one so far second and goal from the four Bronston Chaffin still has Ethan Polk right next to him in the backfield Bronston rolls out, design quarterback run. They're trying to set the edge. He's going towards the end zone, and it is a touchdown. Bronston Chaffin reached the ball across the line. The fireworks are going off, and the Upperman Bees have scored a touchdown on their opening
6: drive. Great play right there. I mean, if you're Coach uh, Kane, design run from the goal line set, get a little quarterback sweep, athletic enough to get outside, get the ball over the pylon with about three defenders pushing him out, uh, could not script a better set of series uh, if you're the Upperman B's offense.
5: It started with the terrific return and then a Bronston Chaffin touchdown run. Now the extra point is good. The Upperman B's score on their opening drive. So it's 7:42 remaining in the first quarter. It is Upperman seven, White County zero.
11: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
5: Now we are about to see the White County Warriors and that superstar quarterback, Trip Pinion, on offense. Now after the Upperman Bees scored a touchdown on their opening drive to make this a 7-0 game with 7.42 remaining in the first quarter. Very good opening drive, Coach.
6: Hey, keys to the game right here. The only way to stop Trip Pinion, don't let the ball get in his hands. And if you're on offense with Upperman, that's how you keep him you know, on defense. He can't score on defense. Uh, maybe not. We'll see how the game goes. But that's a great way to start the game if you're Upperman. Let's see how White County responds.
5: A very good drive to begin. And now Upperman kicks it off to White County. And that will roll out of bounds, so a flag is out. Of course, rolls out of bounds on the kickoff, so that is going to be uh, some good field position for the White County Warriors.
6: Stanfield is the kicker for Upperman and, and critical role for him. He does great job on extra points, even has some field goal attempts in the season, has a strong leg soccer player. Uh, unfortunate mistake right there to give them a decent set. Of a starting position here, but he's also kicking it to uh, da- Dow, which is Malik Dow's younger uh, brother and one of the best athletes on that White County team, so White County has some athletes. Upperman is going to have to kick it to them and give them the ball. Uh, let's see if they can contain them, because they, they are some of these guys that can also do some damage.
5: The White County Warriors begin on the 35-yard line, first and 10, with 7.42 remaining in the first quarter. Pinion sends a couple guys in motion. Now he gets the ball, hands it off to number five, and there he goes right up the middle. And that was a very good gain on the first play for the White County Warriors. That was Dem- Demarius Dowell. So there, there's Dowell right there showing off some of his dangerous play.
6: Uh, athlete, he's got through the line of scrimmage right there. Uh, was you know three, four yards up. Good tackle. I'll say good tackle. It was a it was a shoestring tackle and. Uh, you're going to see him get the ball more this game, hopefully taking some of that pressure off Trippinion.
5: Great run up the middle there. Now it's second and four from the 41-yard line for the White County Warriors. They hand the ball off again. There goes number five again, and that is going to be a White County Warriors first down. There is Dowell once again, another five or six-yard run.
6: Run to the right, run to the left. No, that's 15 yards and two plays. Uh, Coach Beatty and the staff there, why can has to uh, enjoy this? They've not even gave it to their uh, uh, their stud trip Pinion right now, and they're gaining first downs.
5: Demarius Dowell showing some really good athleticism in this game so far. He's still in the backfield there with Trip Pinion. A new set of downs first and ten with six forty remaining. Upperman, of course, up seven to nothing. And Pinion has the ball. He's got it in his hands now, and he's met right away, but he powers forward, gets close to midfield. That's going to be about a three- or four-yard gain for Trip Pinion.
6: You probably heard the stands right there. That was a big hit by uh, Nathan Ledbetter. Came put a big lick on him as soon as he got through the line of scrimmage. However, didn't knock him down. It took two other guys to uh, to make a second lick. A uh, hard-nosed runner, Trip Pinion, but that's, I'm sure, the reason why Dow's getting some carries and some yards, because they're all keying on Trip Pinion.
5: After the, all the success he's had early on in the season, it's it's easy to see why. Tough running, though, to get them four yards. So the ball is at midfield. This is White County's opening drive here in the first quarter. Trip Pinion, Pinion sends a couple guys in motion. Now he snaps the ball. Pinion's got it in his hands again, and he will power forward. He keeps moving the legs and gains about three yards. So there's it's going to be third and three at around the 53-yard line.
6: That that's the uh, you're going to see this all night. You know we're going to try to call this for you guys on the radio here. But that trip pinion receives the ball in the quarterback keeper. He gets he's very patient as a runner. He gets right behind his line. Just waits until the hole develops or opens up and then bam hits it right up the gut. And that's why he's so effective because of his patience. He's the vision he sees is so great as a quarterback and a runner. Uh, he's just it's a it's a matter of time before he breaks one.
5: The Upperman ca- upper crowd is getting loud as it's third and four on the 48-yard line. Pinion snaps the ball, keeps it again, and he's got a huge hole. There goes Trip Pinion pulling up some juke moves. He's at the 40, and he goes down at around the 35-yard line. Huge run from Trip Pinion, and now it is going to be a new set of downs on the 35-yard line.
6: Kids got all sorts of moves right there. Looking to go off the left end, uh, very patient. You know, a couple stutter steps, let his blockers do their jobs. Gets a good 15-yard gain. I mean, th- this is a guy that's got four games played. He's got 25 carries. Uh, oh, no, excuse me. He's 100, <laughs> 1,000, excuse me, and eight yards on the ground rushing. Uh, it's, it's it's fascinating. It's,
5: it's mind-blowing how, how well he's played so far, Coach. And now he's going to snap the ball again. He's going to hand it off to his running back. Good one-two punch here as he goes up for a couple of yards there. That is once again to Marius Dowell. So nice one-two punch that they've got working here.
6: That And that was better if you're Coach Kane on the uh, line, b line for Upperman. Uh, they, they did not allow those gaps to open up. A little team gang tackle. Uh, minimize that gain to one yard.
5: There was a huge hole uh, when Pinion took off to run. That's for sure. Of course, he pulled off so many fancy moves. If you're the coach, I, I, I don't even know what, what you tell your guys to try Let's to stop go, it because he, he jukes guys out so fast, it's hard to, hard to even react. And now he sends a couple guys over. Kenyon snaps the ball. He's going to keep it again. He's got blockers in front. He gets through, and he gets taken down right around the 31-yard line, so a three-yard gain. Now it will set up a, a third and about six.
6: You know, that's third and manageable. That's still positive gain. Uh, as Upperman has a man down right here, uh, that positive gain allows the coaching staff on offense to to drop a play that sets them up to have some success. You know, if you're third and 13 or longer, it's going to be very frustrating as a coach to uh, have to air the ball out because that's not White County's offense. Uh, so it's going uh, to be a fun play call right here with Coach Bating and his uh, White County offense.
5: This is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. The score is Upperman, 7, and the White County Warriors, 0.
20: It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. The UC Sports
18: Nation Game of
20: the Week,
5: powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. 3:15 remaining in the first quarter, the Upperman Bees are up 7 to nothing on the white county warriors but the white the white county warriors thanks to the one-two punch of trip pinion and demarius dowell are driving right down the field it'll be third and six so now the crowd is trying to get into it
6: back to those stats with pinion earlier i mean he's got 98 carry excuse me 1003 yards he's averaging 251 yards per game 251 that's amazing high
13: school football
5: That is absolutely ridiculously hard to do when you consider how short high school football games are. And now Trip Pinion will have to try to pick up a third and six to get the ball. He's got the ball in his hands. Tries to get around the edge, and he's taken down for a minimal gain. The Upperman defense steps up, and it'll be fourth
6: down for the White County Warriors. Tremendous backside tackle by number 53, I believe, Elijah Bullock. Uh, came from the, the far side of the hash around the backfield and tackled Pinion. Now he does hesitate to give himself that chance for the holes to open but in that case hesitated long enough where that defensive end for Upperman was able to track him down in the backfield. Uh, that sets himself up for a great fourth down stop potential.
5: Fourth and about five or six so it is a fourth and medium not easy to pick up with two uh, close to two minutes remaining this is Trick White Johnny's Oh yep, yep, they're they're getting. They call timeout. Coach Kane didn't
6: like that. They had a uh, two receiver set. Their two ends went out with a trick play set. Coach Kane saw something he didn't like immediately and called a timeout. Great job by Coach Kane. Timeout
5: on the field. White County is driving. The Upperman Bees have seven and the White County Warriors have zero.
17: Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team.
5: Six with 2:05 remaining in the first quarter for the White County Warriors. The refs uh, put a little bit of time back on the clock there. Now White County has had some time to talk it over. Upperman's had some time to talk it over, and this could be a huge, huge play in this game and this beautiful night in Baxter, Tennessee. It's this early down. on, getting loud, it's down. getting
6: loud down here. The the cowbells are going. The White County stands are up. Here
5: Here goes Pinion. He throws the ball, and he's got his guy for a first down. Incredible diving catch from Darvon Richmond. That is going to be a huge first down conversion for the White County Warriors.
6: Three receivers set there. Pinion on the near hash. Looks to the right. Comes back to the left on a seven-yard comeback route towards the sideline. Gets over top of it, puts a pretty ball down there. Uh, gets his hands underneath it as he's falling to the ground for seven yards, and that's enough for White County first down.
5: White County first down, first and ten on the 22-yard line in their opening drive, trying to match the Upperman Bees. trip Pinion gets the ball. He rolls uh, He's running. He's looking. cuts back, and now he's running the other way. He goes down to the 20. He's running down to the 15 to- and he gets out, shoved out of bounds at around the 10-yard line. Incredible running. He wanted to run right. He ended up running left, and then picked up a huge first down again.
6: So what Coach Betty in that situation is doing, he's got his uh, tight ends on the left side. He's got his receivers on the right. He puts his tight ends in motion to put the strong side of the field going with the, with the, with the strong side of the field. Trip Pinyon saw there was no play available there. Cuts backfield, and the upperman defense overrotated, which allowed him to get some yardage down the line.
5: Yeah, excuse me, it's a second and one. I thought he had the first down, but he's one yard shy on the 13-yard line. Pinyon's going to hand it off to his star running back who goes right up the middle, and that is absolutely a first down for White County. There goes to Marius Dowell once again, and they've got it past the 10-yard line.
6: White County Warriors here have a very good offensive series going. Wearing those white jerseys, uh, are pushing it right down the throat of Upperman right now, and Upperman's having a hard time handling that rush offense.
5: The offensive line looking very, very solid for this White County Warriors team. They're opening up all kinds of lanes for Trip Pinion, and Demarius Dow, but now it is a first and ten ball on the ten-yard line, so they are in the red zone. One minute remaining in the first quarter, down by seven. Pinion Hands off to Demarius Dowell. Again, he goes right up the middle and gets a minimal gain, maybe about a yard perhaps.
6: Again, you see this a lot in high school football, especially up here in the Upper Cumberland, all over the state, that read pass option, RPO. So the quarterback receives it from the shotgun, allows that running back to receive the ball or gives the quarterback an option to give it to the running back or he can keep his eyes downfield and pull that ball and throw it uh, with mainly with uh, White County, they're either going to give it to the running back, pull it, and let Trip Pinion run it. So it's more of a read-pass option or a read-run option. <laughs>
5: It is a picture-perfect night here at Baxter, Tennessee. Beautiful weather, second and nine. Pinion gets the ball, throws it on a wide receiver screen, and his guy is taken down immediately in the backfield. He tried to get it to Darvin Richmond, but that is going to be a loss of a few yards as the first quarter winds down.
6: Receiver down there on the far end uh, was unable to hold his block against number 10, Branson Turnbow put it you know wrapped him up for what looked like a a loss of one there that was a quick receiver bubble pass Uh, probably not what uh, coach Beatty wanted uh, as far as execution but hey you still have an opportunity at third down to get that ball into the end zone
5: that's the end of the first quarter White County is driving but it'll be third and 11 the Upperman Bees have seven and the White County Warriors have zero
20: It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today.
15: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender
5: here in a packed stadium. A region for a big time game. Third region game in a row for both these teams, and it'll be a third and 10 on the 10 yard line for the White County Warriors. This is their opening drive. The Upperman Bees scored a touchdown on their opening drive. And now the defense is trying to fire up the crowd, getting loud, and now there is a timeout.
6: Hey, I'll give you some quick uh, first quarter updates here. We've got. Cookville is at Mount Juliet. That's going to be a tough game. Mount Juliet 4-0, Cookville 0, Mount Juliet 7. And another uh, game here in the uh, 4, region 4A, Stone Memorial 7, Meigs County 7.
5: And just a reminder, a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action will be Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live on the Rock 93.7. Okay, Coach, so they are 3rd and 10, ball on the 10-yard line. So this is going to be kind of a difficult one to pick up. What are you thinking the White County Warriors possibly do here?
6: Well, you got to think, what, what's their kicking game like? Do, are they trying to get points on the board with a kicker? Otherwise, being 3rd and 10, you've got two possessions. If you got two possessions, you've been gaining consistently five yards a time with Dow and Uh, So that sets yourself up for knowing that you got two plays to get this touchdown.
5: We're about to find out. It is third and ten at the very start of the second quarter. The White County Warriors down by seven trying to answer the Upperman Bees. Pinion has the ball. Drops back to pass. Pinion looking for help. He's scrambling. He throws into the end zone, and he misses his guy a bit too high, and it is fourth down.
6: That was a very, you know, that's not the first read he had right there. The first read was covered, good for the uppermen backfield or the uppermen secondary. Rolls to his right, had number 11, Peyton Simpson, available. But as he was rolling, you know, got a little too much air under that ball, and it sailed just high because he had a receiver at the goal line. So now you've got fourth and goal from the 10.
5: He had Peyton Wilson open, and now it looks like they will go for it. Fourth and ten. 11.56 remaining in the second quarter. Down seven to nothing. And now it appears that a timeout has been called by White County.
6: They had a four-receiver set. Uh, you know, that's they're trying to get the ball wide, let Pinion throw it a little bit. Not their forte. Uh, Coach Beatty and crew wants to reconsider and rally the troops and put, to put together one of their best plays.
5: Timeout on the field.
6: Uppermen is up
5: 7-0 on the White County Warriors.
20: It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net. Or call 800 644 8582 to touch down your online experience today.
13: Here we go,
5: Fourth and 10 from the 10 yard line. The White County Warriors are still going to go for it after discussing with their head coach. Here goes Kenyon, back to pass, he throws it to the end zone, is it caught? No, it is incomplete. He was looking for Darvin Richmond who tried to slide to make the catch and it is incomplete. Turnover on down, Upperman will have the ball first and 10 from their own 10 yard line.
6: First turnover of the game right there, uh, you went four receivers set, all of them went slant routes, had the man open, uh, on the far end of that slant route, just unable to put that ball in the exact place that receiver needed, just a little bit behind him. Tripp probably wishes he had that back a little bit, or had that ball back to make a better throw. That's your first turnover right there for Upperman. Let's see what they can do to execute, or let's see if White County can make something happen while Upperman is back on their uh, back in their defensive side.
5: Upperman backed up to their 10-yard line. Chaffin hands it off to Ethan Polk, who falls forwards Maybe gains uh, maybe a couple of yards there with the dive forward depends on where the ref spot it.
6: Lost his footing. Uh, lost his footing right there on the uh, halfback around the end. Just kind of lost his footing.
5: He ga- he does end up gaining a couple of yards, so that was very good for Ethan Polk to dive forward for at least some minimal gain. And now it is second and eight. Ball on the 12 yard line. The Upperman Bees are up 7 to nothing. Here goes Bronson Chaffin, hands off to Ethan Polk. Polk trying to power forward and will get nothing. He gets met right at the line of scrimmage. Great penetration from the White County Warriors, and it will be third and eight.
6: Tyshawn Marble right there, the senior uh, lineman. You know, got, that's a big guy. Big guy right there. Held the line. Uh, once he wrapped him up at the line of scrimmage, got two other Warriors that were able to uh, keep him uh, at the uh keep him at the no game
5: it was they, they do say he gained or yes they do say he gained a couple of yards there so go good spot there for Upperman, but it is third and six ball on the 14 yard line 10 and a half remaining in the second quarter here goes Chaffin Looking looking for a pass. Now he scrambles. Now he throws it late, and that is incomplete. I thought he was about to take off and scramble for a first down, but instead it is incomplete. There's a flag on the play.
6: Hey, there was a lot happening right there, and I bet you Coach Kane did not like it. It was one of those roll out to the right. Let's see what's available. He checked down, tried to break down and run it back to the middle, and then at the last second tried to do a jump pass out to the right. I think it was Branson Turnbow, but Anthony Purvis, I mean, he's about six inches away from taking that back to the house for a six-point 6, six point turnaround.
5: That was a dangerous play for there Chaffin. I, I thought for sure he was going to run it. He tries to jump past it as he's running to his receiver way late, and, yes, that could have been picked off and taken back all the way from Purvis. So now the Upperman Bees will punt this football away. They are deep in their own territory The White County Warriors have a guy at around the 50.
6: After that stand right there, that's great by the White County defense.
5: Way to gain some momentum back for the Warriors. Now the punt is away. It's fielded cleanly. Here goes White County, number 11, going up the middle. And, wow, he gets it all the way down to the
6: 35-yard line. Yeah, Peyton Simpson right there. Not a bad kick. Got it to the midfield. Made the first guy miss, made a second cut, gained an extra 10, 12 yards right there. Now you got Warriors, who had a turnover back in the uh, upperman side of the field, have great field position because of their defense at the 41-yard line. Oh, Peyton, excuse me, 36.
5: Peyton Simpson with an incredible return back there. I mean, I mean, he fielded it cleanly at around the 50, made two nice juke moves, as you said, Coach. Incredible playmaking ability from Peyton uh, Simpson. And now the White County Warriors offense back on the field once again in great field position. Can they capitalize this time? Here goes Trip Pinion, and he's going to keep the ball himself. He tries to get around the edge. He makes a nice move. He's running away from the defenders, and he gets taken down close to the 30, so maybe about a three-, four-yard gain there on first down.
6: Yeah, I believe that was uh, Ethan Park. I mean, Trip Pinion making two guys miss. Nothing unheard of there. He's going to make guys miss every play. It's going to be a matter of if Upperman can get helmets around him, swarm tackle him because he is going to be very difficult to bring down.
5: Second and seven to go. Ball on uh, you know, around close to the 30-yard line. This is White County's second drive of the game. Pinyon gets the ball, hands it off to his running back number 21, trying to power forward. And gets a minimal gain there.
6: I believe that's Jojo Dow, uh, another athlete. Running back, not a bad play right there. Got positive yards, which lets Coach Beatty's team have a third and manageable here. Third and five on the 30.
5: Third and five on the 30-yard line. The White County Warriors in the huddle trying to come up with a play here for this third and man going well now they break the huddle. The Upperman Bees are coming trying to come up with a three and out of their own after their own offense was stopped by the Warriors. So here we go big time third down play third and five from the thirty from the upperman thirty. Here goes White County, back to pass. Pinion takes fake. the pass, throws it deep. He's got number 13 deep, and it is way overthrown. Everybody showed off the arm strength, but a bit too much. It is fourth and five with 7.38 remaining in the second quarter.
6: Two receivers set to start that play on the right-hand side. Uh, the tight ends went to the left to uh, to give them a strong side setup. Uh, it was pretty clear he was pump faking initially. Number 10, Branson Turnbow for Upperman, uh, defensive back, did not bite on it. Actually read that the whole way. Tripp Pennon tries to throw it to the back pylon uh, and overthrew uh, his receiver and the defensive back.
5: And now the White County Warriors are going to go for it on fourth and five. Once again, can the Upperman defense come up with another huge fourth down stop and get a second turnover on downs? Or will the Warriors keep this drive going?
6: Same two receiver set.
5: Back to pass again. Throws it over the middle, and it hits his guy in the hands, but incomplete. He hit number 13. That is Antonio Purvis in the hands. Incomplete. Turnover on downs. The Upperman Bees will have the ball on their own 30-yard line with 7.33 remaining in the second quarter, up 7 to nothing.
8: That,
6: I mean, looks like Coach Betty loves that slant route. That was a very good drawn-up play. Guy was open right there over the middle, over the linebacker. Uh, a little bit of a contact coming out of his break. Ball was helmet high. Uh, Purvis just unable to bring it down and uh, put it in his hands. That's two turnover ons downs uh, this quarter for your Upperman Bees.
5: And now the Upperman Bees, after they went three and out, had to punt it away, have the ball back. Now they give it to Ethan Polk. There goes Polk, right up the middle, taking guys with him. And he gets down to around the 48-yard line. Huge run by Ethan Polk for a big Upperman first down.
6: A hey, great play right up the middle for a 20-yard gain. Again, he's a downhill runner. Uh, number 15, Sims, I believe that's for uh, a freshman for White County. Had a, a touchdown-saving tackle there. Uh... That's what you don't want to see. You don't want those DBs making those tackles because that means they're about seven, eight yards past the line of scrimmage and your backers.
5: Ethan Polk was carrying a couple of guys downfield as well. Tough running there as the ball is at the 49-yard line. They give it to Polk again, breaks through the line again and gets close to another first down. That is a gain of about nine there for Ethan Polk once again.
6: Hey, Ethan Paul's getting momentum. I know these bees. The bees' offense getting momentum. Ethan Paul's getting momentum. He was head hunting right there. He was going around the end. He's not looking to run past somebody. He's looking to run through somebody.
5: That was a gain of about eight yards. So now they're in White County territory. Ball on the 43-yard line with a seven-to-nothing lead. This is definitely looking a lot more promising than their last drive. Now, here goes Bronson Chaffin. He's in the backfield with Ethan Polk. Chaffin gets the ball. He fakes the handoff. Open. Now he's going to throw it. Play action downfield. He's got number six. Oh, what an amazing catch. And there he goes, juking guys out. and down to the end zone. What an amazing play from Carmine Phillips for an Upperman Bees touchdown.
6: All right, that was a great setup play. He actually had two guys open right there. The slant route right over the middle was available. The wheel route behind it. Uh, some mixed, you know, some confusion on your White County Warriors there in the secondary. Carmine Phillips goes up to get the ball, undercuts that DB, makes a move, gets it up the up the field for a touchdown. That's a great play. That got these fans fired up here in Baxter.
5: That was an incredible play, Carmine Phillips jumps up makes an athletic grab I mean the defender uh, practically didn't know that he was around him then he gets the ball goes down and jukes out a defender right into the end zone just an just an unbelievable play action pass there was all set up by the the fake handoff
6: absolutely that was that was a great setup right there from the uh, coach Kane offense and uh, man that's put six on the board
5: white County player down the upperman bees have just scored their second touchdown it is upperman 13 and white county zero
15: when you're looking for help getting after your goals it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you folks around here have counted on one bank of tennessee for over 120 years being a one bank of tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide because you do One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
5: Kick the extra point to try to put Upperman up by exactly two touchdowns. They snap the ball to him. Kicks it, and it's good. So Stanfield puts the Upperman Bees up fourteen to nothing after a terrific, terrific drive there. Coach, what would you think about that last drive we just saw?
6: It was just like the first drive. You know, they're they're pushing the ball downfield or up the middle runs with Ethan Polk, uh, and not having to get the air game intact, and then that sets off the uh, defense that's trying to key on that run game for Warren, for White County, and then boom, over top. There's a touchdown.
5: This is a big time homecoming game here for Upperman Bees as they're taking on the White County Warriors up a 14 Baxter to nothing cemetery. with 6.24 Burn. remaining in Burn. the second quarter. Now Upperman is set to kick it off big time division Welcome regional for a game here in Baxter, Tennessee, here at Billy C. Rogers Stadium, a packed house, beautiful weather here. What do you think about this environment, Coach?
6: I graduated here in 04, and this is an athletic school. I mean, between the basketball, baseball, football, these fans, they bleed black and gold. And nothing better than Friday nights here in Uppermint.
5: Friday night lights, not much better than that, especially in this beautiful state here of Tennessee where there's some top-tier high school football going on. And the kick is off, and the White County Warriors...
6: All the to the five.
5: Fielded at the five. Making a move. Gets around the 27 yard line, I would say, where the White County Warriors will begin their drive. And again, coach, they've turned it over on fourth down After twice now. What are they going to have to do here to change that?
6: Well, they've also gone for it on fourth down. They, they've gotten on four down territory. What that does for Upperman, they're putting the pressure on White County, putting all the guys in the box, keying on Trip Pinion. They've got Dow to deal with. Uh, it's So far, it seems like Upperman's getting the best of them uh, by minimizing those games. We've had Trip Pinion, who had one big play so far, so they have definitely contained him.
5: Trip Pinion, not his usual dominating self. Of course, we're still in the first half. Pinion hands it off to his running back, Dowell. And there goes Dowell. Huge gain Ooh. running over a tackler, powering through him, down to around the 36-yard oh, line.
6: Man, he went... Head hunting for Jaliric Cullum right there and ran him over. Still got the tackle, but that's what White County needs right here. They need some momentum, some offensive momentum. That's one way to start it out.
5: Warriors are going a little bit faster now, so it is second and one ball on the 36-yard line after a powerful dowel run. Now they hand it off to Demir Stowell again, and that's going to be close. He is down at the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be third and one.
6: Three pass option right there. I felt like Dowell and Tripp had a little miscommunication or indecisiveness. Pinion wanted to give it to him, and Dowell was waiting to receive the uh, football. It just wasn't very clean, which kind of put the timing off on that uh, rush play or run play. Uh, They only got one yard, but looks right there. They are moving the chains.
5: The Warriors uh, are at, yes, the Warriors are on a first down. They did look at it. They decided that Dowell had gotten across the first down marker after initially really getting a, a, not a first down. Now here goes Pinion. He's taken off and he gains a minimal gain there. Uh, that play just, just seemed goofed up from the get-go. Now there is a flag all the way on the far flag side of the field. Can't the field. really tell. What it is, but it seems like it was after the play, coach.
6: Well, I don't know. I, I did see Coach Beatty. He was livid. He was over there with his headset off, yelling at the official. Uh, something happened. It was, if it was post-play, but he was letting the official know about it. Now, they, now Upperman did have some penalties in the last couple of games. It is uh, they a, were a awesome. face mask. It appears it is a huge face mask penalty that
5: will move the chains for the White County Warriors.
6: And of course, anytime the ball goes to your side of the field, you're definitely going to, uh, you know, encourage that referee uh, and advocate for them for your players. But it must have been a, you know, on our side we couldn't see it this far. It must have been something pretty egregious.
5: It must have been because that moves the White County Warriors down to around the 44-yard line of Upperman territory. Now Pinion hands off to the running back. That's number 21 trying to get around the edge, and he's taken down
6: by Bush. Well, JoJo Dow right there, freshman, uh, got some speed. Got out to the outside, outside the numbers. Uh, but man, good, good. Uh, tracking him down right there. Good. I, it was good. <laughs> it was.
5: It was just. There, there really is nothing else to say about that. It was just a really good, clean tackle, a one-yard gain for da, uh, for JoJo Dow. He was trying to get around the edge there. Uh, just, just couldn't really get by Cam Bush. But now it is second and nine. Ball on the 43 yard line of the Upperman Bees. The White County Warriors are down 14 to nothing with 4.15 remaining in the second quarter. Now, Trip Pinion is going to get the ball. He's going to keep it himself. He's trying to see a hole, and he's hit, hit immediately by number 58, stood up at the line of scrimmage.
6: Andrew Bohan, right there, uh, big guy, grabbed him at the line of scrimmage, pushed him back behind the line of scrimmage by himself. But the the positive thing, if your coach came, is there were five, six other defenders waiting for him in that same gap. So right now, the Upperman defense is definitely keying on Trip Pinion. They're swarm tackling, not giving him any room. Even though he is putting his jukes on, he's being patient right now. Looks like Upperman defense getting the best of that White County offense.
5: That is absolutely right. It is third and nine. Ball on the 43-yard line, 320 remaining in the second quarter. White County down 14 to nothing. Here goes Pinion, back to pass. He's going to throw it long, and he's got his, oh, it's broken up at the last second. Broken up, he was looking for his top-tier receiver, Darvon Richmond, and it was broken up by Carmine Phillips.
6: Great play set up again. Uh, Coach Betty had what he wanted. Tripp Pinion, the second time I've seen the ball. A little bit behind the receiver. Uh, Darvon Richmond is one of the, if not the fastest athletes in the upper Cumberland. Tremendous speed, and he got that uh, step on uh, Carmine Phillips. Ball was on his back shoulder. Gave Carmine just enough time to catch back up to disrupt that play.
5: Now the White County Warriors look like they are going to Finally, punt the ball on fourth down. The punt is away.
6: End over end. Lands at the ten.
5: And great bounce. That is a tremendous punt. as it's inside the five yard
6: line. Great directional kick right there. Uh, Sparta has you know kept upper men. Deep in their own field, right there, with going for it on fourth down. This is a different situation where they punted, and now the ball is going to be inside the five-yard line. Uh, Upperman was successful at getting it outside that uh, of their side of defense or the uh, their territory last time. But with three minutes to go in this game, let's see how aggressive Coach Kane and that staff is.
5: Yes, App- Upperman is backed up deep in their own territory so this is definitely going to be a, a tricky spot for the bees the white county warriors defense trying to once again put their offense in a good situation here it's going to be first and ten at the four yard line for upperman here goes Bronston Chaffin. he's got some space and he picks up a really solid gain of about seven or eight yards on the carry on the option qu- on the uh, design quarterback carry
6: that just looked easy that that's a snap to the big quarterback Rolls to his right a little bit, puts his head down. Gains what we thought was nine. He must have stepped out of bounds about two yards shy of that. He's about uh, five or six, uh, five or six uh, yards. And now now
5: it is second and five to go. Ball on the nine-yard line. It was a nice five-yard gain. Looked like Chaffin was just galloping down the field there. Easily picked up five yards. Chaffin now hands off to Polk right up the middle, huge hole, and he runs over a man. Number he runs over number 11, Peyton Simpson, and Ethan Polk with a huge it's first down. Massive, massive
6: run from Polk. Man, Polk's just that guy that you love to watch if you're that heavy hitter. He just he's helmet seeking right now. Just wants to get downfield, get some momentum, and he's daring you to try to tackle him.
5: He absolutely is. Ethan Polk is such a tough downhill runner. And now the Upperman Bees get to keep this drive going as we close in close to two minutes remaining in the first half. Upperman is up 14 to nothing. Here goes Chaffin. Play action pass throws he's looking for number 13 and he's got him easy pitch and catch down and he keeps rumbling down to around the 45 yard line incredible play from elijah fitz who's been busy today
6: yeah uh receiver pass play out to the uh outside boundaries of the uh field once he caught that he had a blocker in front of him downfield took advantage of got five more yards now they're on the 45 yard line with two minutes and two seconds remaining that's uh that's forty yards in about one minute. That's a good pace if you're Coach Kane and staff.
5: This is a really good pace for Upperman and here goes Chaffin, and there is a flag. I think I did see some early movement there from the Upperman offensive line, but we'll see what the official Paul here is. A little
6: like some confusion right there from White County. They were rushing to get their field, their player, off the field. Upperman was trying to get to the line and be a hurry-up offense, and with that hurry-up, had a quick little jump. Uh, timing was not there. Cost them five yards. There
5: haven't been very many penalties this game, Coach. Hardly nope. any at all. Very clean game. First and 15 now as the clock now winding down a minute and 40 seconds remaining in the first half. Ball on the 40-yard line for Upperman, up 14 to nothing. They hand off to Palk. He's got some holes. He's got some space, and he gets a lot of that yardage right back. He gets down to around the 49-yard line to set up a third and manageable.
6: I feel like uh, Peyton Simpson and uh, Ethan Palk are going to, I'm sure they've uh, spoken to each other already because Palk is just headhunting him. I mean, that's your, your safety is having to come up and hit Pog. That's, that's not what you want if you're wide count. You need those linebackers in the D line to stop them.
5: The way Polk is hitting him, I almost think they talked to each other before the game <laughs> happened. But here goes Chaffin. Looks like he's back to pass. A third and six. He throws it deep to number 10. He's got him. And what an incredible catch at the 15-yard line. The Upperman Bees, big first down with 54 seconds
6: left. Hey, that's a big, big-time big matchup play right there. You've got number 10, Branson Turnbow, basketball player. Demarius Dow, DB, one of your uh, better athletes on that White County defense, Ball went up in the air. Both of them saw it. It's just Turnbow went up to get it, uh, held on to it as he was going out of bounds. Big-time play right there. The ball
5: is at the 17-yard
6: line, 54 seconds remaining. Upperman trying to
5: add to this 14-0 lead. Bronston Chaffin back. It looks like he's going to run it. Design quarterback run. Now he cuts it back to the left side. There goes Chaffin. Juking defenders out as he gets close to the end zone. Down at around the one or two yard line. Incredible run from Bronston Chaffin.
6: I'll tell you what, what set that up was rolling out to his right. He sees there's not much there. Number 56, uh, Ian Cox, pancaked his... Uh, offensive lineman for Upperman which allowed him to cut back to the left-hand side of the field and gain another 10 yards and just came up short on the goal line there. You got 30 seconds. Let's see if they can put it in the end zone. 30
5: seconds left. First and goal on the 2-yard line for the Upperman Bees trying to add another score. High snap, handoff to Palky, powers forward, and he's in the end zone, a two-yard rushing touchdown for Ethan Palk with 20 seconds left in the first half. It is 20 to nothing, Upperman Bees.
6: With 20 seconds to go in the half right there, fireworks going, Upperman up, 20 to nothing. uh, After Stanfield right here, couldn't make it 21. I know who your player of the first half is going to be, that man Ethan Palk, running right down through that White County defense.
5: Ethan Polk has been absolutely dangerous, he's been running over guys, he seems to be on a bit of a hot streak right now these last couple of weeks, and it seems to have continued into this game, and the extra point is good, it it was a line drive kick, but it does go through, so coach, 20 seconds left, 21 to nothing if you're the white county warriors head coach what are you telling your team right now
6: well you're just trying to be positive as you can right now because there's not much you're going to be able to do with 20 seconds you want to receive the ball not make a silly turnover right here on the kickoff return you also you may have one play two plays with trip pinion to run the ball you might throw it deep Probably with the momentum right now at Baxter not looking good, you may just run it one time up the middle, get into halftime, and then make your adjustments. So, right now, unfortunately, they're just probably, hey, let's, let's, we're okay. We're down three scores. We're a very good offense. We can come back and score this many points, but let's not make another mistake that can really break this game open here in the second quarter.
5: The crowd is getting hyped up here in Baxter, Tennessee. Beautiful night in Baxter. A packed house here for homecoming for the Upperman Bees against the White County Warriors. Big time for a matchup. And now the Upperman Bees are about about to kick the ball off back to White County. 20 seconds left for the Warriors. Let's see what the Warriors can do with it as the kick is away, short kick. Bobbled, and now they they will be down at around the thir- close the to the 30 yard line. 16 seconds left, ball on the 30 for the White County Warriors. Players.
6: You know, I, I really have a hard time thinking they're going to try to throw it uh, or do something uh, too crazy here. 16 seconds on the 25 yard line, get into the get into half here. Let's make some adjustments, um, man. But I tell you, it feels right now. There's a lot of things going Upperman's way right now.
5: The momentum has certainly shifted Upperman's way, and we will see what White County does here. First and 10. Ball on the 29-yard line with 16 seconds left. Trip Pinion has the ball. He keeps it himself. And he gets tackled immediately. Great tackle by number 36 to get into the backfield. That is Walter. Kane Tackle bursting through the through, man, the, through the hole and each tackles pinion Kane. for it looks like the last play of the first half, and absolutely it is. That we have reached halftime here, and the Upperman Bs are up big. It is Upperman 21 and the White County Warriors zero.
18: This is the UC Sports Nation game of the week.
5: On Sports
18: Radio 104.7.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. By The Property Company. The home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let The Property Company go to work for your dream. On the way. Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road, Cookville. It's on the way. By One Bank. And by AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X Mark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
10: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland.
2: The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call A&L Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right.
15: A&L Plumbing. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
7: The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines.
5: Call Tier 1. It was quite the first half there for the Upperman Bees. Everything started to go their way. They, they, they start to pull away, start to overpower this game. In the, in the first quarter, there was a short Bronson-Chaffin Cha- uh, four-yard touchdown run on the, op- the Upperman B's opening game drive. They had a successful long drive there. In the second quarter, later, it was a beautiful Carmine Phillips 43-yard touchdown reception. Chaffin... Dropped back, it was on a play-action pass. Faked the hand up to his running back, threw it deep. Carmine Phillips uses the athleticism, jumps up and snags it out of the air. And then, jukes out a couple of defenders. Beautiful play, scores the touchdown. The extra point by Sebastian Stanfield is good and it was 14 to nothing. Then, the Upperman Bees get the ball back late in the first half. Time's running down, then they, they come up with a huge play get down to around the four-yard line, and then it's Ethan Polk eventually punches it in from two yards out. And I tell you what, Ethan Polk was running hard this first half. He, he was definitely one of the top players of the first half. Him and Bronston Chaffin were quite the duo. And just a note for the White County Warriors here in this first half, what's been working for them lately, uh, when, when, what's been working for them lately is is, is that the fact that uh, they had Trip Pinion and he's been running well. However, Trip Pinion uh, has just been bottled up today, not been his effective usual self. And so as a result, uh, the White County Warriors have not been able to get much going. They've tried to mix in other running backs, but they just haven't had much success on offense. Two turnovers on down on fourth down. So that, so that is, uh, this is, uh, stay tuned for the rest of our halftime. You're listening to Sports Radio
7: 104.7. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report.
2: The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call ANL Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone 319 6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for modeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who
11: does it right. a l Plumbing. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
18: The UC Sports Nation Game of the
11: Week. Powered by
18: Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. W284 DR Cookville. WKXD HD3 Monterey. Sports Radio 104.7. 104
6: yards. And like you said earlier, the biggest uh, surprise is you've got Drip Pinion, who's first in the state rushing, held to nine rushes, 33 yards in his first half. Uh, Ethan Paul, 10 rushes. 64 yards and a touchdown for Upperman right now. Definitely the player of the half uh, in this game. Bronston Chaffin, 6 for 7, passing the ball, 114 yards and one TD. And that's been the air attack for Upperman here with Carmine Phillips, one reception at 43 yards and a TD. Branson Turnbull, one reception, 35 yards. Elijah Fitz, two for 27 and then two others. Uh, They're only two receptions for uh, white county and that's richmond with only seven yards so a tremendous difference on the passing game uh, and then you also got the turnover game uh, when uh, white county goes oh uh, excuse me one for three on fourth down conversions Upperman also oh for one uh, but those you know there's no fumbles only two penalties but the third down conversion. If you look at White County, they're one and six on third down conversions. Whereas Upperman's not getting to that third down. Only one 4 two.
5: Excellent. Yeah, this game so far has been all Upperman. And you're listening to Sports Radio 104.7. Once again, it is the Upperman Bees, 21 in their homecoming game, and the White County Warriors. Zero.
1: Junior Alyssa Gear, Upperman Volleyball. Alyssa, what's your favorite kind of music? Country. Oh, okay. What? Who's your favorite artist? Who do you just binge?
7: Kelsey Ballerini.
1: Okay. Do you have a favorite song?
7: Um, no, I like them all.
1: You love them all. <laughs> Fair enough. TV show or movies? Movies. Ooh, what movie could you watch over and over and over?
7: barbie being honest
1: <laughs> the new like the new one that yeah.
7: just came out well,
1: okay how,
7: like, uh, no, not the new one like any of them oh
1: like any of the animated of oh okay do you have a favorite one out of all i mean there's like what 12 or something
7: yeah um i don't think so uh, <laughs> just, barbie and the mermaid Tale.
1: oh okay barbie and the mermaid Tale. fair enough are the, what's your favorite, do you watch a lot of TV? Is there a favorite TV show? Friends. Friends, Bench and Friends, all right. What are some of the other things you love to do outside of volleyball?
7: I love to paint or do pottery.
1: Is there a, is there a project, a painting or a pot that you're super proud of?
7: Um, I paint, paint, painted a landscape once.
1: Oh wow, what landscape? Did you just pick something out and about? or? Mm-hmm. Very cool, very fun, okay. What's the one thing you'd love to accomplish this year?
7: I'd like to have above a 4.0, and I want to have straight A's, and I want to, I don't.
1: (laughs) Did you say a double
7: 4.0? No, above a 4.0. Oh,
1: above a 4.0. I was like, how do you get a double (laughs) 4.0? All right, very cool. Are you doing, I know above a 4.0 normally means like dual enrollment kind of stuff. Are you going to do some dual enrollment? Yes. Have you thought about what you might want to major in
7: in college? Uh, Graphic design.
1: Oh wow. Okay, very cool. What would be your dream like dream job if you could do one thing, what would you love to do?
7: That's a tough one. I don't know. I would love to own my own business in something.
1: Okay. You wanna like own your own graphic design business?
7: Yes. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report.
13: What's in your heart?
16: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
13: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect
16: your home. Keeping our history alive.
13: Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community.
16: UC EMC Cares. From
13: Upper Cumberland Electric Membership.
16: Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner.
13: And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar.
16: And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart?
13: In every game,
15: every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why the property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines
14: ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans
3: Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. Sunday at Nissan Stadium, uh, a must-win for the Tennessee Titans as they begin the gauntlet of five straight AFC conference games. But it's the home opener, and it begins the 25th season of Titans football. Welcome to Titans Preview. I'm Red Bryan alongside Dave McGinnis. Coach Mack, it's the 500th game in the history of the Titans. That's counting preseason, regular season, postseason, and it's the 500th on Titans Radio.
21: Well, that's a pretty uh, significant milestone. I mean, Titans Radio is a is a foundational uh National Football League radio entity, and clearly, with with five hundred games, uh, you and Mike Keith have done every one of them, which is a tremendous accomplishment within it within itself. The more that you're that I'm in this business and around the league, I know how uh, much in high esteem Titans Radio is held throughout the league and the high standards that. Uh, Mike Keith and 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 yourself uh, hold everybody too, so it's a uh, it's something that we're all very proud of, and it's uh, it's quite an accomplishment. And th- this is this is uh, a tip of the hat to 500 more, Rhett.
3: Absolutely, and to all of our great stations who carried Titans Preview that they'll use uh, for their high school programming tonight, and who have carried the games for years and years loyally and faithfully, and and have hung with us through good and some not so good times. So. The Los Angeles Chargers come to Nissan Stadium Sunday, and this is a team who also dropped their first game of the season, but in much different fashion than the Titans did. They dropped 36-34 to 34 at home at SoFi Stadium as they hosted the Miami Dolphins. And I'm going to start with the defense because Brandon Staley's defense, I found a stat on this, Coach Mack, that is fascinating to me. His defense had never allowed more than nine explosive pass plays given up on defense since the time he's been the head coach of the Chargers. And on Sunday's game, Tua Valoa carved them up. They gave up 536 yards total offense, 466 of it through the air from Tua and his receivers. The Chargers allowed 14 pass completions longer than 15 yards. That's one more than any Chargers team has allowed since the year 2000. And NFL teams since the year 2000 have allowed more than 14 explosive pass plays just twice in 6,612 games. Well,
21: what are they saying? The National Football League records are meant to be broken, so they broke one. And uh, I'm sure that, uh, of course, uh, Brandon Staley is a defensive coach. I mean, he got, the, he got the job off the defensive job that he did with the Rams when he was first working for Sean McVay. And so, I mean, that's I'm sure that's a record that uh, he's not happy that they broke.
3: And Coach Mack, why I bring it up is not that so people listening to Titans Review will go, all right, man, we can score a bunch of points on them. We can, you know, take advantage of these targets. Yes, that potential is there, but... Teams improve from week one to week two, season over season
21: well they 're not that they 're not that defensive team i mean they 're not going to give up that many every week. We know right. that I mean the National Football League is about you know preparing playing the game, and then if you don 't do well then you 've got to fix what you in five days or seven days you 've got to fix. You know what? What went wrong? They'll be working on fixing their defense, just like we've got things we need to work on with the with the Titans team after the first game. But the National Football League season is a journey—seventeen weeks of, of of games through an eighteen-week period. That is a journey, and you have to constantly be uh, improving. You have to constantly be uh, working on things that uh, you want to improve on. Even if you win the ball game, there's always things to improve on, and. And both teams have things to work on.
3: Now, while this game was an aerial assault uh, on the side of the the Dolphins' offense in this, they only allowed 70 yards rushing the Chargers' defense. now. I I know that's not indicative of what sets the table for Derrick Henry and company in this run game under Tim Kelly's new offense for the Titans, but you just wonder what that's going to look like because through three tiers of, of defense in this thing for the Chargers, it starts up front, Joey Bosa, and he's on the injury list. We'll see what happens with him. But Khalil Mack, they traded for a couple of years ago from the Bears. And then it's all the way back to, to Jerwin James, the safety that came out of FSU a few years ago, who's a really good player, J.C. Jackson, at corner they've got players in this thing
21: well eric kendricks is their middle right. linebacker now that can that can play very well too but uh, look you and, and I, I mean i i spent 3 hours breaking this game down on monday and, and what you and what you see the, the miami didn't even try to run the football they didn't try to run the football yeah. on the other side of it i'm sure you're going to bring it up i mean the chargers ran for 234 yards and so it was an offensive uh, really juggernaut on both by both teams in different ways but uh, when you when you got thirty six thirty four, you know uh, two things are happening. First of all, defenses are giving up a lot of plays, and second of all, offenses are making a lot of plays. But Miami really didn't even try to run the ball red because uh, the two was hot, and they could not cover Tyreek Hill. All
3: right, you mentioned the the offensive attack on the ground by the Chargers offense, and that's what we're going to pivot to next anyway. Because Kellen Moore comes over from the Dallas Cowboys to be the new offensive coordinator for this Chargers team, and Outside of that nice running day as a team, both Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, uh, the bigger uh, back that uh, they don't use quite as many gadget Gadget plays with. But a nice day running the, the ball for them in this. Is that one of just a, probably a handful of things that stood out under this new offensive scheme with Kellen Moore at the helm?
21: Well, I mean, when he had Ezekiel Elliott all those years at Dallas, he ran the football too, and 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 he's going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. Their offensive line, really from tackle to tackle, is is very very solid. So they're going to they're going to they're going to run the football. Not that they're not going to throw it. They've got one of the better young quarterbacks in the league in Justin Herbert. But uh, that that's what Kellen Moore believes in. Everything germinates off of that uh, off of that running game. He might have run it a little bit more if the score hadn't gotten separated the way it did, and it, it was a, you know having to play catch up game so anyway yes i mean they've got a talented football team this is one of the better teams in the afc and uh and and clearly you know they're going to be they're going to be fighting the chiefs there in the in the in the afc west and so uh this is a good football team that that we're getting ready to play red on both sides of the ball but offensively uh, they've got people that can move it on the ground and in the air so we hope you all join us as you normally do coverage
7: continues powered by tier one
15: Game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the One Bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new XMark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust XMark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
19: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
18: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
5: Now we're about to give you some of the scores around the Upper Cumberland. Coach, a lot of great games out there, isn't there?
6: Man, there's a lot in Upper Cumberland. You know, the one game we don't have a score on is Red Bull and Springs at Jackson County. We will be going to Jackson County later uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, Trousdale County, 0, Smith County, 14 at the half. Smith County coming off a great uh, uh, performance uh, loss at Megan County, but still a good game, 6-3 ball game. Uh, Monterey, who we had was our game of the week last week versus Clay County, and Monterey, we have a their game of the week next week. Monterey, 21, Westmoreland, 7 at the half. Coach Hughes and his bunch are uh, really playing well in Westmoreland. Portland, 21, Clay County, 20 in the second quarter. Macon County, 21. Cumberland County, 0 in a Region 4 matchup. Gordonsville, who we will have at Monterey next week in our game of the week, zero. DeKalb County, seven in the second quarter. Pickett County, zero. Livingston Academy, who's coming off two games last week, 14. So they're back on track. Cookville, seven at a very tough Mountain Juliet, 24 at half. Mex County, 14. Stone Memorial, 13 at half. Stone Memorial faced a a tough White County opponent and won by two points last week. A little bit of a letdown game at the moment. Meigs County, 14. Stone Memorial, 13. And Gallatin, 21. Warren County, 0 in the first quarter
5: these are some absolutely thrilling games coach obviously some some massive ones mount juliet is of course a very impressive team in the state of tennessee right now meggs county and stone memorial both teams undefeated and that game is absolutely living up to the hype all right now let's take a look at what we expect here in the second half coach uh, coach west shanks what, what can white uh what can white county do to get back on track here in this game
6: but they've got to change up something. I mean, because obviously, uh, getting the ball to Dow and Pinion uh, to Dow worked a little bit because your upperman defense—they know Trip Pinion's going to get the ball. They know Trip Pinion's going to get some yards, but they've actually held him. Uh, Coach Beatty and staff have to uh, get Pinion the ball in space, give him more opportunities. Uh, but on the other end of that, you know, Upperman came out of the off or came out of the locker room. Knowing Coach Beatty is going to try to get his playmaker some opportunities, so uh, it's going to be a, a entertaining and a uh, interesting matchup here to see which Coach Kane or which Coach Beatty makes the more aggressive change offensively. Because right now, if you're Coach Kane, hey, you're spreading the ball around through the air, which many people didn't feel that that was the way uh, for success tonight. And also with Ethan Paul. So again, we knew Upperman had all sorts of athletes. Their game plan is keep the time. I think one of the biggest uh, stats we had was time of possession was 10 minutes and 10 minutes or right at 11 minutes each. Uh, That's not that very different. I mean, White County has not been that bad. They just have not executed on certain plays, whereas Upperman has taken advantage of that and put the ball in the end zone three times.
5: We've talked about White County going down the field multiple times. I didn't realize the time of possession was exactly even, but it makes sense. It's just turnovers on downs. Just four, two fourth down stops that were absolutely huge. And then White County didn't have the ball very long on their last possession. But now the White County Warriors, will get to see what changes they make offensively to try to finish drives because they will have the ball first as the Upperman Bees are about to kick it off. The Bees are up 21 to nothing to start this third quarter.
21: Now,
6: White County has been in a game like this where they've been a second half team. They faced a Warren County earlier in week 2, which we actually had that ball game here at UC Nation and they came back and pulled away in the second half. So let's see what kind of adjustments they can make here to be successful.
5: Here goes White County running and returning, it a huge return for number 11. He turns the corner past the 50, down to around the 40-yard line. Incredible setup for Peyton Simpson, and he has been a star for the Warriors tonight. That was a huge return.
6: That's exactly what Coach Betty wanted out of the halftime right there. Received the football about the 20, went up the middle, broke it to the end and if it wasn't for a, uh, a saving tackle there, which he did get him with a horse collar, they're going to be another 15 yards on top of this play, uh, but that did save a, save a touchdown. Man, that, that's some momentum that White County definitely needed.
5: That was huge, although we've seen already, Coach, because there was another um, incredible return in the first half that White County hasn't been able to capitalize off these opportunities. Now they're going to have – the ball first and 10 from Upperman's 24-yard line. That is some unbelievable field position. The Upperman fan base, they're going to try to make this White County Warriors team uncomfortable. Here goes Pinion.
6: Split receivers.
5: Gets the ball and keeps the ball. Tries to go up the middle. Makes the guy miss. Bounces off a of one tackler and gets taken down uh, at around, uh, just around the twenty. 20- Three twenty-two yard line, so a minimal gain for Trip Pinion.
6: He, uh, Trip Pinion eluded Elijah Bullock there in the backfield, and then number twenty-one, Ethan Palk, so far, you know, game breaker of the first half was able to get him for a minimal gain. Hey, this is the point where your playmakers step up. I feel like Trip Pinion is going to put his team on his back right here and make some good things happen.
5: You would hope so if you're a White County fan. And now here goes Trip Pinion back to pass, throws on an out route, and he's got his guy, but that's an immediate tackle, but a flag on the play. That was a tackle for no gain. However, there is a flag thrown immediately.
6: Not a bad play right there with an out route for number uh, 13, Purvis. Uh, long throw, pretty ball from uh, Trip Pinion with a gain of five, but there was a flag from the White Cap that came in the backfield about the time the ball was being thrown. And it's going to be a hold, and they're going to be pushed back another 10 yards, which after that momentum they just received on the return and the penalty, White County unfortunately gives some of that yardage right back.
5: Now it is going to be a long second down, and that was an unfortunate time to hold because, again, the the, the play did not gain much, and it was right at the end of the play. So it's going to be second and about 19 yards for the White County Warriors as they're down at the 30, 39-yard uh, line. Penyon looking back to his coach for the play. Now he's getting ready to snap the ball, and there's another flag thrown. Did the White County Warriors jump again?
6: You had upper men offensive line pointing at the uh, white jerseys of, of White County. False start on the offense. That's another five yards. Going to take it back to second and 24. Uh, Back-to-back penalties is not going to help out this Warrior offense.
5: Very unfortunate for the Warriors there because they had a huge, huge return. Again, they were on Upperman's 24-yard line. Now they're seeing the number 24 in the wrong spot. It's second and 24 from the 38-yard line. So, not a good situation for the White County Warriors.
6: It's in a one-receiver set to the left, twin tight ends to the right.
5: Pinion gets the ball, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, tries to go up the middle, and gets about one yard. He is just stuffed. So, it's going to be a third and about 23 yards on this next play. This is going to be a, a third and very long.
6: Yeah, that... Upperman's packing that. I mean, they must—they're putting nine, ten guys in the box right here, trying to stop uh, opinion and it's working. Uh, White County in first half was one for six on third down plays. Here's their next. Here's their first first third down. Uh, Set in this second half, and it is not going to be an easy one to convert on.
5: Third and 23. Almost wonder, will White County go for it on fourth down if they pick up a solid gain here on third down? But if not, then... Well, we'll see. Pinion drops back to pass. It's a screen pass. He throws it right to his guy, and he drops it. Number five to Marius Dowell. It was low to his feet, but he dropped it. Could have had it. Instead, it is fourth and 23.
6: Good idea there. Looked to throw strong side. Had the uh, running back in the flats on the weak side. Tried to dump it off as he was backpedaling to make that throw. Just threw it short of him, and we've seen that from Pinion a little bit this game. He's had three to four missed thrown balls uh, with receivers open, uh, but that's not his forte. His forte is on the ground.
5: It is, and now the now the Warriors will have to punt this ball away. As stated, if they didn't get a huge gain, they probably would have punted it, and that's exactly what they are doing trying to pin Upperman back deep. Nice punt in the air. And it bounces, and it'll fall at around the 18, 18, or 19 yard line. So, a solid punt. Didn't gain a whole lot, but upper mid will have to start inside their 20 yard line.
6: Yeah, that's probably uh, not the greatest punt that your uh, that your special teams coach would want from Warren, uh, from White County. You're on the 40 yard line, and you give it you know punt to the 12. You, you kind of want that to be inside the 10. Uh, did a great job in the first quarter having a punt inside the five yard line, uh, and that sets yourself up for success on defense. Now, uh, you got Upperman who has eliminated some of the momentum that uh, White County had.
5: Yes, yeah, excuse me, it's on the 13 yard line. They hand it off to Polk, and Ethan Polk is stuffed. Oh, no, he keeps going. Ethan Polk is still moving. He was hit in the backfield, and he's carrying a pile of white jerseys with him. Incredible run. That is about, what, six or seven yards after he was hit in the backfield. Man,
6: this boy, I mean, if we had an MVP, a trophy, uh, I don't know, the turkey leg they give on uh, Thanksgiving, their NFL weekends, this guy wants it tonight. Whatever it is that coach said to him before the game, uh, this day, this week at homecoming, He has got it set in his head that he's going to dominate this game, and he has.
5: Again, I was about to say Ethan Polk was tackled in the backfield, but then he just kept moving the pile, and he gained six yards. Incredible. So now it is second and four. Ball on the 19-yard line for the Upperman Bees. Chaffin gets it off a high snap. He runs right forward, and he gets close to an Upperman first down. Interesting to see where they spot it. And, yes, they will say that is a gain of about four or five yards. So it is a first down for the Upperman Bees. Bronston Chaffin on the carry.
6: And that's the difference in the game right now. I mean, you've got a one and seven conversion for White County on third downs. Upperman's not even getting the third down. They're getting those first downs on first down or second down, and that's the difference in the game. They're getting that momentum. They're being uh, efficient on offense. Those hustle plays that Palk's doing right there, that that gave them five yards, which gave the Chaffin quarterback a chance to get five more yards for the first down. They're not behind the chains. They Yeah,
5: exactly. White County seems to continuously keep starting off behind on the wrong foot, even if in great field position. But now here goes Upperman. They hand it off to Polk, and he pow- lowers the shoulder, gets another solid gain of close to the 30. So that's another roughly six-yard gain for Polk.
6: Read pass option, uh, give the ball to Polk. They're setting themselves up, too, for that pass play downfield. They did that early in the first quarter, which allowed for a good pass in the second quarter for a touchdown, 40-plus yards, uh, to uh, Carmine Phillips, mm-hmm. so be ready for that downfield play here, and I, I would assume four or five more plays once they get to midfield.
5: It looks like Upperman has bunch receivers to the near side of the field, but Chaffin's going to have the ball. He's, it's a design quarterback run, and he picks up uh, perhaps a, a yard or two, so a minimal gain is going to be third and short, probably third and f- third and four
6: with his body size he just falls and gets 3 yards. Uh, I mean he's he's fallen down a tumbling tower there but he takes two guys with him and gains 2 to 3 yards to make it a third and short.
5: It is going to be third and 2 for the Upperman Bees. They are on their own uh they're on their own 30 uh yeah, they're on their own 32-yard line, excuse me.
6: 650 to go in the third.
5: Yep, and they're up 21 to nothing. Bad snap. bad snap, way high, and Chaffin has to recover it. He throws it deep and out of bounds. He had a receiver in the area. He was outside the pocket, but that bad snap ruined the end of that drive there. So it is fourth and two, and Upperman's got a decision to make.
6: Yeah, that, I, I think that's an easy decision. They're going to punt the ball right here. Uh, tremendous athletic play right there. Even though there's a bad snap, it went 15 yards behind him, almost like a punt snap. Uh was looking to fall on it, uh, you know. He's no no stranger to bouncing basketballs there, so he picked it up on a big hop, rolled to his right, got rid of it downfield with which gave him a no gain instead of a 15 yard sack. So big heads up play by uh, Branson, or excuse me, Bronson Chaffin.
5: Incredible athleticism from Chaffin. He was like running backwards, running for his life, and throws it out of bounds. So incredible athleticism and awareness. Now Upperman's going to punt this ball.
6: Decent spiral, good and coverage. a fair
5: catch at around the 35-yard line. They're actually Bring going to mark back it back at back. the 32-yard line. So it's going to be first and ten for the White County Warriors. So because of the bad snap, the defense comes up with a stop. I almost felt like there was maybe some foreshadowing there. Earlier in that drive, there was another high snap. Uh, and then the second time it happened, it really cost Upperman.
6: Yeah, sure did. I mean, that's, they had some momentum on offense, a couple first downs there. A bad snap happens, and they have to punt. Not a bad punt. They did flip the field. If you notice, they had Trip Pinion back there for a return. So there's Coach Beatty trying to get number three of the ball.
5: Trip Pinion now has the ball in his hands, and he throws it out to his receiver, number 11, who is trying to turn the corner. There just wasn't much space for Peyton Pass Simpson. Maybe he gains a yard or two.
6: Little Four, wide receiver three, screen eight. bubble right there, Branson Second, Turnbow. And seven, uh, you know, pushed him out wide, and then you got Cam Bush who was able to uh, make the tackle. That's that's a good combo right there for Let's your defensive backs.
5: It is now second and eight from the 34-yard line. Trip Pinion with the ball, hands it off. No, he keeps it, and he's hit hard immediately, but he does fall forward and gains uh, a few yards. It'll probably be about uh, third and... Maybe third and four, perhaps.
6: That's big Zach Manning right there in the middle, uh, defensive lineman. Uh, He's playing injured right now, got a new uh, brace on his arm, uh, but he was able to wrap up the uh, superstar quarterback on that play.
5: That was a huge hit, and he fell forward. So now it's a third and four ball on their own 38-yard line, down 21 to nothing with five and a half minutes remaining. But here it goes, and there goes Pinion, and he's taken down in the backfield. Hulk. Hulk was there with a gang of black jerseys, and it is going to be fourth and four.
6: Man, that's just a big tackle. Coming off the end right there, typically what happens in this high school football with White County is that arm tackle... Gets broken up. Trip Pinion breaks it and goes for a touchdown, 60 yards downfield. Ethan Palk, strong man right there, After wraps the him ball. up at the waist and pulls He's him pulled. down. I feel like that's just yeah. the strength of Upperman right now is keeping Trip Pinion uh, at minimal
5: gains. One of the best players the Warriors, in the entire Upper Cumberland area has been held in check tonight. Impressive plays from the Upperman B's defense, and now the White County Warriors will have to punt it away again. And here goes the punt, almost blocked, but it gets away. Upperman's going to field it. Carmine Phillips turning upfield. Phillips gets out of bounds at around the 37, 38-yard line.
6: Cam Bush, the uh, defensive back down there, came around the end to try to block that. Got really close. Really good punt by White County. Uh, Carmine Phillips catches the ball in there. Uh, Gains about 5 to 10 yards going to the outside numbers to the White County sideline. Smart gets out of bounds right there. Doesn't try to do too much because at this point in the game with 428 to go in the third quarter uh, that clock is your friend. Let's keep that thing running without putting ourselves in situations for turnovers because that's one thing Upperman can't do because that will allow White County some chances opportunities to get back in this game.
5: And now the Upperman B's up 21 to nothing with 428 remaining in the third quarter will have the ball first and 10 from the 37. They hand off to the running back who powers forward, keeps moving, and that will be a minimal gain of maybe about uh, three or four
6: yards. That's been the story of the second half so far. Every run play has been three or four yards right now for Upperman offense. It's great. You do that three times in a row, you're either a first down or right there at it. That's a good set, that's a good series uh game plan if you can continue to do this they're gonna set themselves up for successful third down conversions
5: second and seven now for the upperman bees four minutes remaining in the third quarter they're up they are up 21 to nothing over white county and chaffin gets the ball hands it off to Polk. there goes Polk running right through the middle oh he breaks tackles stiff arm and he gets down to the uh, white county 48 yard line a huge first down run
6: Uh, Polk right there runs through Purvis, runs through Pinion for a gain of 13. He is just on point tonight. These guys are not taking him down. Strong man runner.
5: Ethan Polk once again showing off some athleticism again. I thought he was going to be tackled much short of that, but he continues to break tackles, used a nice stiff arm, and and was able to pick up a huge first down. He
6: is not going down with arm tackles.
5: Yeah, that that you think at this point White County uh, would have realized that but it is now on the 48 yard line. Now Chaffin's got the ball. Quarterback keeper. There he goes plunging forward for a gain of about two or three.
6: There you go again first down, keeping the ball in your uh, either quarterback Staffing, or running back's hands, eight. gaining 3 Nine, yards. Four, eight, four, Second in, you know, mid. And that's okay. Coach Kane just uh, understands at this point that that's more of a coach cane style offense is hey by the ground we're gonna put you know our face mask through your chest and just drive through it. And so you're probably gonna see this if you're an Upperman fan it may not be fun to watch but you're gonna see it on the ground. Physical game from here on out.
5: And Coach Upperman is doing exactly what you said they should do run the ball, control the clock in the second half. Now Chaffin hands off to Polk right through the middle again and another massive run, but it is a fumble on the play. He was at the 30 yard line. It looks like Ethan Polk may have lost it, and it appears to be a fumble for the White County Warriors. Let's see what this is ruled, and yes, it is a fumble for the White County defense at the 30-yard line. The Warriors will take over.
6: Man, that's just so, that's tough luck right there. Ethan Park breaks through the line, hard runner. He tried to get that helmet down to run right over uh, Devon Richmond, and did, but in the process, Devon Richmond was on the ground. Uh, Park was on top of him. Some arms may have this dislodged that ball after a 15-yard gain. That's exactly what White County needed right here. A turnover, the first turnover of the game right here from Upperman. that's going to give Trip Pinion the ball. They've been doing such a good job of keeping the ball out of his hands, and here's a situation where, you know, big timely turnover for this Warriors offense.
5: And, and, and what's crazy is, not and to do it until and, and and here's what's also crazy as well just just to give you a brief halftime report Lipscomb Academy is now beating Pickett at halftime 49 to nothing that is a shocking result on a, on another game going around in the upper Cumberland Lipscomb Academy beating Pickett 49 to nothing now getting back to our game here the White County Warriors will actually have the ball first and 10 on the 26 yard line. Polk was hit. He caught the ball up. They put some time back on the clock. 2 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the third quarter. The Upperman Bees are up 21 to nothing over the White County Warriors, but the Warriors huge opportunity here,
6: coach. And it's going to be tough though because they're run first offense and you know the time is against them. They have not been very successful in this past uh past game this time, this this series, uh, let's see what they can you know chip away at.
5: And here goes Pinion. He's got the ball. Keeps it. He's trying to run. He's trying to find some space, and he gets past the thirty there at around the thirty-one. So that is a solid gain of about five yards. Also, I I wanted to say a correction. I believe it is Livingston Academy was the team that was beating. Uh, Pickett, uh Livingston Academy, uh, Academy was up forty-nine to nothing.
6: That's good for Livingston. You know they had uh, they faced Upperman in their uh, region opener last week. Good for them to come back get a strong uh, lead.
5: Now Pinion, he's got the ball. White County throwing it, and now he's got a receiver. Number four, he breaks a tackle. There he goes down to the 45-yard line. Huge passing play to Gage Stevenson.
6: Tremendous individual effort. Great timing play. A wide receiver, 15-yard out to Upperman sideline. He was already. Ball was in the air before he got his break. Received the ball. Turnaround, made two guys miss, and got another five yards.
5: White County moving fast. Here's Trip Pinion, and he breaks away from a defender. Pinion looking to throw the ball downfield, and he does, and he's got his guy for another solid White County gain. He hits his guy, Darvin Richmond, for a gain of about six or seven yards.
6: And number nine, Clayton Harris right there, who, by the way, is second in the state in sacks, almost had his fifth of the season, was unable to, uh, to get him in the backfield, which allowed him to uh, catch another five-yard out from Trip Pinion. And for some reason right now, Clayton Harris is being asked to leave the game from the white cap from the official. Uh, and There was almost a play there on the far sideline once that reception was made, uh, trying to get those two feet in or at least one foot in in high school football, and a close bang-bang hit right there that uh, White County's uh, stands were yelling for a 15-yard unsportsmanlike.
5: Clayton Harris, yes, is on the sideline now. He's a guy who should be playing on Saturdays someday soon. But uh, right there, uh, the referees took him out of the game, and now there is a timeout, it appears, on the field. It appears that Upperman timeout. called a timeout. So currently, with a minute and 29 remaining in the third quarter, it is three, the Upperman 21, Bees, 21 timeout. and the White County Warriors, 0.
0: This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple, with monitoring as low as twenty four ninety nine a month, with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control, and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes security today, and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T, insert number C, dash 002.
5: The Upperman Bees here in their homecoming game, packed stadium, beautiful, beautiful Baxter, Tennessee. Of course, always beautiful in the state of Tennessee as a whole. A minute and 29 remaining in the third quarter. The Upperman Bees have a 21 to nothing lead, but the White County Warriors are driving down. Warriors are driving down the field, second and two now as Trip Pinion has thrown a couple of nice passes on this drive. Yes, not runs. He's thrown a couple of nice passes on this drive, and it is second and two.
6: Yeah, their rhythm on the passing offense is definitely getting a lot better than it was in the first half.
5: Now it will be interesting to see what the White County Warriors were able to accomplish here in this third quarter. Pinion has the ball, looking for some space, And he powers forward. It's going to be close to the first down marker. We'll have to see where the referees spot him. And
6: Right there at the 35. It's going to be close to a first down.
5: They haven't. uh, Have they decided yet? He's
6: got the third finger up. That's going to be third down.
5: Third and very short. This is a huge play for the Warriors. They're hurrying up to the line. Pinyon's got the ball. He's going to throw it. Sacked. He is sacked. He is sacked by number four. Unbelievable, Unbelievable play he shot through there. And Cam Bush takes him down deep in the backfield.
6: Cornerback blitz right there by number four Cam Bush. Came on ahead of steam, timed that play up, and blew it up huge play now that was a previous a first down so now that makes it second and about 20
5: that was a shocking development i thought for sure white county i don't know about you coach but i thought for sure pinion was going to keep it and run it but it was a passing play and he hesitated and bush was right there on him on the blitz perfectly timed blitz call from coach kane and
6: that's what you get with the read pass option you know you your quarterback is supposed to read the the uh, linemen the linebackers and that way he makes the right decision and right there cam bush was on him before he could even get his head up
5: very difficult for him and now it is a fourth and very long for the white county offense they're gonna or sorry excuse me second and long second second and very long excuse me um Yes, that's right. It's second in a long 17. Pinion drops back, throws it deep, and he's got his receiver, but it's deflected away from his car. Mind Phillips, another incredible pass deflection.
6: Good job right there. That, we've seen that uh, slant route. We're going to call that a post pattern over the middle with Trip Pinion to... Uh, I think that's a Darvon that Richmond. Richmond. Got some speed. Under threw him just a little bit, but Carmine Phillips is read that the entire way. Actually let him get on the inner half of him and then reached over his shoulder with one hand to bat the ball down.
5: It's like deja vu. That's the second time we've seen that exact same thing happen in this game, and now this is clearly a a false start or, or something of that nature.
6: Both of your receivers here with a two-receiver set for White County. Both of your receivers, it's obviously a pass play because they wanted to get that jump right there and left uh, two steps too soon. Uh, it's either their fault or is the center's fault for not snapping it on time.
5: Third and 22. Now once again, Coach, the White County Warriors are behind the sticks as the third quarter is winding down. Ten seconds remaining in the third. Well, they And they get the playoff, so is going to throw it deep. Pinion throws downfield, and he's got his receiver, Darvon Richmond, to end the third quarter. What an incredible catch. That's what they've been looking for the whole time as he gets down to around the 15-yard line. Clayton
6: Harris right there for Upperman was in pursuit. You heard the stands right there. They wanted that sack But then number three, Trip Pinion made a great adjustment, roll out, throwing on the run, threw a well, well thrown ball out there to uh, Darvon Richmond, who came away with one, and that was huge, huge. They've been trying to go for that crossing route all game with Richmond. Finally, Trip Pinion and himself connect, and big momentum there for the uh, Warriors.
5: Trip Pinion looked like he was showing off some Johnny Manziel magic, and he gets them deep downfield on the ball in the 16-yard line. That's the end of the third quarter. Everybody the Upper Bees have 21, and the, and the White County Warriors have zero. Come on.
15: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
21: A, a machines machine to reduce, reduce your mowing time? time? Count, Count me, me in. in. A
0: new XMark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X-Mark mowers 2-to-1 over the next best-selling brand.
5: And he is taken down in the backfield. The Upperman defense was right there on him. Unbelievable play from the defense.
6: (laughs) We've said his name all night. Ethan Paul coming from a linebacker blitz around the end. Tripp Pinion doing the read pass option decided to keep it, and thankfully so because Dow got lit up before that ball was uh, kept by trip Pinion. Man, that was almost a disaster for White County.
5: And now there is a time out on the field. You're listening to the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. It is Upperman 21 and White County 0.0
17: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team
5: And now we are, and now we are seeing the Upperman defense going back out onto the field. The White County Warriors have the ball. It is second and eleven after a huge
6: defensive play from the Bees. Hey, I think Trip Pinion. You got to remember what kind of an athlete Trip Pinion is. He's a guy playing – he's played baseball for football, basketball, does them all stand out. He's making adjustments knowing that he's not going to be able to run the ball and done well the last quarter here, passing game. Uh, so that's a star player making an in-game adjustment.
5: Trip Pinion has the ball in his hands. He throws it. He's got his Oof. guy, but he just missed him. They were just Come, off. Please. He was looking for number 13, Antonio Purvis, and Purvis had green grass in front of him, but that was a touchdown right there waiting to happen. So
6: here's what happened on that play. You got Cam Bush. You got Ethan Paul coming up on a twin blitz, and that was the sole factor that Trip Pinion didn't have another half second to wait before he had to release that ball. That was a wide-open touchdown if he could have p- placed it perfectly
5: behind the sticks again. It's third and eleven. Pinion back to pass. He's got pressure, yes. and there's a flag in the backfield. Pinion throws it to the end zone, Woo-hoo. and it wow. is an incredible wow. touchdown catch for number one Darvin Richmond. However, flag. the flag on the on the play, on the play. looks like it was on the backfield, and yes. It was holding on White County, so unfortunate for the Warriors because Darvin Richmond made an unbelievable touchdown catch, and yet it's not even going to count.
6: Went up to go get it, big man, but that was a trip. Pinion busted play. These blitzing, Coach Kane's throwing blitzing at this uh, White County bunch, and to to allow Trip Pinion to get, escape uh, the defense, the offense line had to hold right there. It was obvious. I mean, we all saw the flag come out. We all knew what it was. The play still developed, which gave uh, Devon Richmond a chance to make a tremendous athletic catch. Wow, that was fun to watch. But White County is not, you know, those six points are going to come right back off the board and put them in a third and very long, which has been the story of the game for White County, third and unmanageable downs. And I've said
5: that Trip Pinion showed some Manziel magic before. It was kind of a little bit the same there. And Darvin Richmond was showing some Mike Evans comparisons with that Absolutely. incredible touchdown catch that gets taken away, does not count. So it is third and twenty-one now. On now, way back uh, for the White County Warriors. They are down twenty-one to nothing with eleven twenty-five left in the fourth quarter. So. If the Warriors don't score a touchdown on this drive, and I feel like they're going to use both downs to get it, they don't score a touchdown on this drive. Uh, I mean, then this one could practically be in the books. Time is not on the Warriors' side in this one. But uh, if
6: you look at the uh, look look at their setup right now, I mean, they've got three receivers to the left, two receivers to the right, three pinions in the backfield. So they've got a five-receiver set. This is the first time we've seen this all night. Coach Beatty is it's clear he knows he has to throw the ball to get back in this game and give the Warriors a chance to, uh, to you know have some magic. Well this is a
5: hostile crowd here homecoming week week here goes Pinion back to pass Pinion looking for a receiver throws downfield he's got Richmond who jumps up for it. Richmond making a guy miss and then Richmond goes out of bounds Close to the 15-yard line. That was a massive play for Darvon Absolutely. Richmond again.
6: I mean, that's a great play. That's 11 yards. You get, you know, positive gain right there, but you were third and 22. You can't be behind the change that far and be successful, so now you're fourth and 11. I mean, that's that's even worse than your one for eight third-down conversions. Fourth and 11. This, is, this could be
5: the play of the game. If White County does not pick this up, it's practically all – all she wrote, Pinion, back to pass. There's a blitz again, spins away from the defender looking for help, looking for anybody, throws it short to number 16, and he gets collided with, well short of even the line of scrimmage, that was going nowhere. And it's yet another turnover
6: on downs. And I believe that was uh, Ethan Pock coming off the end right there as a blitz. They've, they've found something on defense for Upperman. To keep Trip Pinion off balance, that blitz disrupted the play. Even with four receivers, five receivers, Trip Pinion had to finally get rid of the ball on the outside flats. I can't remember if that was a one of the the Dow brothers out there, and then Branson Turnbow eliminated that uh, chance by stopping him at the line of scrimmage. And now Upperman takes over the ball here with 10 minutes to go in this ball game. And I got a feeling that Coach Kane is going to put it in number 21's hands and just run right through. The A gap.
5: At this point, you would want to run this clock down as low as possible. I mean, that, that was going to be the game plan no matter what, whether uh, White County got a touchdown or not, but it certainly is now. This game looking like it could go out of reach for the Warriors unless something big happens on defense.
6: Hey, I, I guarantee you, this game right now has opened up some eyes across the state you got the number two ranked team in Upperman High School coming on with one of the best players in the state, Trip Pinion, and they have slowed down Superman here. And this is something that your big game players always step up and make big things happen, and he has done so against Cookville, against Stone Memorial, against everybody else so far, and is going to against the region, but against a top-tier opponent like Upperman High School, they've shut him down. And so everybody's going to be like, wow, Upperman's the real deal.
5: And White County, again, they are two and two on the season at this point, but their last two games, very, very close, came down to the wire and they, they, you know, so they lost their last two just barely. If the Warriors were to lose this game, that would be their third straight loss. Whereas Upperman, if they were to win this game, it would be their fifth straight win. They'd be 5 and 0 on the season. So both these teams heading in different directions.
6: And Coach Beatty mentioned that about you know, preseason. He's got a four game gauntlet with Cookville Stone, Upperman making. And right now he's 0 for 2, looking like he's going to go 0 for 3, 0 and 2 in the region. I mean, you look at the scoreboard right now, they scored 28 points, 35, 35, and 26. Tonight, Goose Egg, 0.
5: Very shocking, very impressive play from this Upperman defense. And now the Upperman Bees have the ball first and ten. They hand it off, of course, up Ball's the middle, but there's Ball's a fumble. The there's a fumble on the play. Did White County recover? It looks like the Warriors. May have gotten it. We're waiting to see the official call. And, yes, the White County Warriors, for the second time in a row, get a fumble on this exact same spot. The Upperman Bees, coach, they want to make this a close
6: game. (laughs) If you're Upperman, you just – a big turnover on Downs right there, fourth and long, and you do exactly what you want it to. The fans are behind you, and you're wanting to run the ball right up the middle. Eat that clock up, and the ball slips out. Gotta have two hands Got on that ball. It. Cannot allow something like that. That's a mental mistake. As much as it is physical game, that's a mental mistake.
5: And now it's happened twice in a row. So now the White County Warriors will have a chance once again. It'll be first and ten. On this exact same spot, balling the 23-yard line.
6: You've got a flag on the play already. You look at the back judges throwing a, uh, a yellow flag. Looks like there's too many men on the field right now for Upperman Bees, which, again, is giving, uh, <laughs> is giving White County yardage. You
5: know what, Coach? I think Upperman said this game is way too boring. We have to make it more interesting. It's not fun enough. But we're having some fun now. It is a nice, beautiful evening here in Baxter, Tennessee. Homecoming game for Upperman High School. First and five for the White County Warriors, and they hand it off. There goes number five. We haven't called his name in a while, and he gets taken down for no gain there. I mean, Dowell uh, gets stopped in the backfield.
6: Yeah, Demarius Dow, we haven't called his name, you know, very much in the first quarter. Was successful in the first quarter. Had uh, probably four or five carries for, you know, five yards each. Was looking like a great uh, an option behind Trip Pinion. Uh, loss of yards on that play, though. Second
5: and eight now as White County might be getting behind the sticks again as, as Pinion looking for a receiver. Pinion. Still keeping his eyes downfield, keeping the play alive. Manzel Magic again, and Pinion's just going to throw that one away, so it'll be third and eight.
6: Third and eight. Uh, he did whatever he could right there. I think he's, I think Tripp Pinion's getting frustrated uh, with the defensive upperman. I mean, they are covering men downfield. He's trying everything in the world he can to, to keep the play alive until play. something develops. Well, nothing's developing.
5: Nothing is developing. I I could have sworn he maybe had a receiver out wide who was was jumping with his hands open, but you know, maybe that would have been a bad decision. But it is third and eight from the 21-yard line. The White County Warriors down 21 to nothing in this fourth quarter. Pinion rolls out, throws deep. He's got a receiver, and it's a touchdown for the Warriors. Incredible play. Strip Pinion rolled out and found his guy. That is that is Gage Stevenson. The second time we're calling his name, and it's a big one—a big time White County Warriors touchdown.
6: I mean, that was there wasn't much open there. Trip Pinion threw Gage Stevenson open over the middle. It was a—you had five defensive backs out there, uh, all in their coverage, all in their zones, and just slipped the ball right between two defenders for a great long touchdown pass for Sparta. And now that's going to be a score off of a
5: turnover. Upperman's fumbled it twice. White County has converted. And the extra point just sneaks over the The crossbar and is good. good. So with 9.42 remaining in the fourth quarter, this game ain't over yet. Upperman Bs 21 and the White County Warriors 7.
15: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.
18: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, w 284 DR Cookville, WKXDHD3 Monterey, Sports
5: Radio 104.7. The ball twice in a row set up White County deep in their territory, and Pinion threw a beautiful touchdown pass to Gage Stevenson. Now it's 21 to 7.
6: Keys of the game don't let Trip Pinion have the ball. That fumble allowed the offense for White County to come back and give Trip Pinion options. He's not a player that's going to, you know, just not win ball games. He is a, a proven winner. He's a proven gamer. If you give him opportunities, he is going to succeed. And Upperman gave White County a chance there.
5: Now I wonder if we'll see any sort of trickeration on this kickoff here. As the Warriors about to kick it back to the Upperman Bees.
6: Upperman's kind of creeping up.
5: Preparing for an onside kick. There it is. Yes, there is an onside kick. Oh, oh wow. White County has the ball, and they're in Upperman territory down to around the 35-yard line. Unbelievable play. They convert the onside kick. Now White County has the ball with 9.35 remaining in the fourth quarter.
6: Wow. That was, I mean, picture perfect. I don't know why Upperman did not put more guys on the line, but what's going to happen here is, That was an onside kick. As soon as it hit off a a defender, a return man, for Upperman in their helmet, you know that lopsided ball just bounced a little bit different than the good old baseball or basketball. Uh, As soon as that was a clear recovery from White County, the ball is dead. They cannot advance it, so it's going to be on the 49-yard line, but still, the, the, the goal happened there. Onside kick, get the ball back into our playmaker's hands. Here we go again.
5: You're right, coach. Once again, Trip Pinion has the ball again. It's, it's part of those keys to the game. Trip Pinion once again has the ball. It's not as deep as we thought it would be because, again, you're right, they can't. The refs moved it back to the 49 yard line of Upperman. So just barely past midfield. And here goes White County still though another opportunity down 21 to 7 with 9:45 9:44 excuse me remaining in the fourth quarter and let's see what the White County Warriors can do will they have a heroic comeback
6: well this is step one for that get the ball Kenyon
5: now as the ball drops back, blitz. Uh, blitz under pressure immediately throws that ball away to the Pass. sideline. He had a receiver in the area, and Darwin
6: Richmond, but of course, uh, he was opinion was just throwing it away. I mean, you're you're four. hearing Clayton Harris's name a lot more tonight than you have so far this season. Uh, even though he's second in the state in sacks, uh, he's been double teamed and triple teamed for those very same reasons. He gets in the backfield. You got number four Cam Bush right there also blitzing off the end, which is providing pressure uh, from upper Man to, to not really give Trip Pinion much time to uh, not getting much time to do anything. And I don't know what's going on here with the 52 going back here to get something.
5: Yeah, that was um, – <laughs> Interesting, number uh, number 52 on White County stood up and started running towards uh, the uh, other end zone. A little
6: fumble uh, ruski play. I don't know what was going on there.
5: Yeah, the referees stopped everything. and uh, Some
6: misconfusion here, what's going on. That's going to be second down, it seems like right now, after the uh, incomplete pass.
5: Second and 10, 9 minutes and 34 seconds left ball on Upperman's 49-yard line. And the Upperman Bees have a 21-7 lead. But, again, uh, White County has found ways to get the ball in their hands on offense over and over and over again. I'm sure the time of possession, it was even at halftime, but I think it might be shifting more towards the Warriors at this point.
6: And, you know, Upperman came in as, after the second half, or excuse me, at the start of the second half, and was running it and, and eating that clock up. Now the tides have changed. Even though Sparta is passing the ball, they're passing it for, for first downs and moving those chains.
5: Now here goes the White County offense, second and ten. Pinion, back to pass. Pinion stops, looking downfield. Pinion, under pressure, still moving, throws it downfield. And it is out of bounds. Darvin Richmond ran out of room. It looked like Richmond maybe was open for a second there. However, the ball was just thrown too far out of bounds. It's third and
6: ten. Now that play did develop a little bit. Trip Pinion uh, declined to throw it deep downfield down. to Richmond initially on that post route. Uh, again, doing his Johnny Manziel move around, making plays, making guys miss. Uh, probably helped did that too much. In some cases, you got to get out of get the ball out of your hands, get to your playmaker. Uh, and that was unable to connect with a ball out of bounds, third and long.
5: Now it is third and ten with nine minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Upperman 21, White County 7, but they have Blitz. the ball. Pinion throws it on a screen pass, and it's going nowhere. The running back was tackled immediately in the back. That's oh. going to be a loss of yardage for it's the White County Warriors. That
6: was actually two great setups right there. Uh, Upperman defense blitzing on the ends right there. Your two linebackers, which is going to leave the middle open. Trip Pinion throws a floating middle screen, which is a great design on, Steve, to man. counter that. But the ball hung up in there just long enough for uh, Elijah Bullock to make a play on the running back.
5: Now here goes Pinyon dropping back fourth and 13. This is the game here. Pinion. Throws it and he's got his receiver wow. from the first down. Incredible catch number 11. Peyton Simpson gets the first downfield
6: and the Warriors are not done yet. Roll out right now. They're going to hurry up offense. They're getting some momentum here. This is what happens when you give Trip Pinion the ball. That was an
5: incredible, an incredible throw and an incredible catch from Peyton Simpson. Now the Warriors moving fast. Pinion got the ball, jump pass, and that's way too far out of the reach of everybody so it will be second and ten to go.
6: Tripp Pinion, a great athlete, great uh, player. He's starting to recognize their blitzing more than often than not, so he was looking for that outside blitz to leave that uh, tied in over the middle open. Floated one, but fortunate for him, it was uh, uncatchable for both the linebacker and his player, but he's starting to read that uh, that typical upperman defense right now. They just need to make some more connections.
5: It was very fortunate for Pinion because you're right, Coach, his player was double teamed. And uh, if it was any closer, it likely would have been intercepted, which of course would be devastating to White County at this point in the game. Eight minutes and twenty-two seconds, Upperman 21, White County seven. Come up
6: here. And I tell you what though, so we've got we've also got it's eight minutes and twenty-six seconds, like you just mentioned. There's been one minute come off the clock since White County got this, you know, got the score. That's exactly what White County wants. One minute to come off the clock, two possessions. I mean, they're used, Coach Beatty and staff are using, you know, extending this ball game, and that's giving them a chance to come back and put themselves uh, in an opportunity to win.
5: You rarely ever see or hear about anything like this, Coach. I mean, I, I can't really believe what we're witnessing right now. Upperman looked like they were literally going to run away with the game, but instead, White County has found ways, whether through fumbles, whether through an onside kick, to get keep the ball in the hands of their offense. And there's 8 minutes and 26 seconds left. They're only down by 2 touchdowns, so this game is far from over. And, and after this game was going at lightning speed, it is now going slow as a snail right now, which is exactly what the White County Warriors need.
6: You got your white cap. You know something's going on with the officials here. I don't know if it's time, uh, what it is, but there's a there's a, a stoppage. There's some, you know. Yep.
5: Yeah. yeah, Coach Kane was talking to one of the officials there. That again, not. going Seems
6: not, like there's something to do with the clock right here. Uh, typically, your officials have the game clock down on the field. Uh, there's some malfunctioning going on. Feel like they, they've brought the uh, official up into the press box. To make sure that there's going to be a, a, a you know efficient clock run, especially now that the game's getting close here in the fourth quarter.
5: That would make that makes sense. And now the White County Warriors still have the ball, second and ten, ball on the 35-yard line of Upperman. Pinion has the ball, keeps it. Quarterback keeper. There goes Trip Pinion, going down the field, making guys miss. Close to a first down, maybe tackled just shy. It's going to be third and about one.
6: This must be the the first third down and manageable they've had all night. And that's that's the old Trip Pinion right there.
5: Pinion was juking guys out. It seems like he's got his confidence back. Twenty-one to seven. Pinion has the ball, keeps it again. He's got blockers in front, cuts up field. That's
6: going to be close. I mean, he split two defenders right there. Upperman had him uh, at no gain. Uh, three guys trying to tackle him, but being, a, being very slippery, he was able to slide by two defenders and get up the middle, and it's going to be right at the yard to gain or the line to gain.
5: They are going to measure this. This is very close. This is a huge moment in the game. Seven minutes and 47 seconds left,
6: and I tell you, Trip Pinion. So they have went from a hey, we're going to run the ball. Trip Pinion has a thousand three yards, leads the state in rushing to 36 in the first half. They made adjustment at the half. We're going to have, if we're going to try to beat this Upperman team. We've got to throw the ball. They've been able to make some adjustments and been successful in this fourth quarter. Well, guess what? That's now opening those running lanes again. So all the offense is coming to for Sparta, for White County, and giving them some opportunities or chances to be successful on offense. And, man, that right there.
5: Wow. That just barely. That must be at the at the nose. Not even the nose. Maybe the nose hair of the football to get the first down for White County. That's
11: all he had to
6: get. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's a game of inches. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> and it, it proves to be true go, once again. And the White County Warriors, first and ten, seven minutes and There's 47 seconds remaining.
6: Second, third down conversion all game.
5: Twenty-one to seven in favor of Upperman, but White County is driving. They got to score a touchdown on this drive to stay in this one, and they got to do it soon. Pinion dropping back to pass. Rolling out, still dancing in the backfield, still spinning, still dancing, throws down field, and it's incomplete no flags on the play. This is a bit too long, and it is first and ten all that second and ten excuse me
6: all that you know scrambling in the backfield, allowed a receiver to try to get open a little bit uh, again, your upperman secondary has been great all game, but in that situation, he threw it deep towards the pylon the Sparta defender tried to turn backwards and go up upfield to uh, make that play there was some contact but it wasn't egregious enough to say that there's any kind of pass interference because like you said ball was too high i almost
5: think there may have been a clock issue again i mean it's it looked like there was 7:30 left when it was out of bounds but there's now 7:20 remaining so an additional 10 seconds uh, kept going but there's 7 minutes and 20 seconds remaining Wait. Second and ten here in the fourth quarter. Pinion, back to pass. Makes a guy miss in the backfield. Looking downfield, throws it downfield, and it's incomplete. He just threw that one away with seven minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the fourth. It's going to be third and ten.
6: Third and ten, and that's just the blitzing. I have not seen Upperman blitz this much uh, in the last several years. They they have figured out that to to force Tripp Pinion into making bad decisions, Uh, You have to put pressure on him, and they are containing him with these blitzes, not letting him get outside, but they are definitely putting some pressure on number three for White County.
5: I am very impressed with the Upperman Bees defense here, but it's third and ten. They're going to need another huge stop. It's seven minutes and 12 seconds remaining. Upperman's up 21-7. to Pinion keeps the ball himself, runs up the middle, and gets a modest gain of about five... Five yards or so, so it's going to set up a fourth and manageable.
6: Shoestring tackle right there by Walter Kane. Upperman has been blitzing from the ends, and that's created a lot of, a lot of pressure. Trip Pinion recognizes that, went right up the middle, with your middle wow. linebacker Walter Kane was trying to, you know, make something happen right there, eliminate that long gain, and Trip Pinion slipped by him, but not after being tripped up. Don't go anywhere. This game is
5: getting crazy. Six minutes and 51 seconds left. It is Upperman, 21 and the White County Warriors 7.
8: At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care.
17: Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine.
8: Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community.
10: Tier 1 Urgent Care.
18: This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
10: Powered by Middle
5: Tennessee Natural Gas. Fourth down play. Coach, this is the game right here. Upperman is up 21-7 to with 6 minutes and 51 seconds left, but White County has the ball on the 20-yard line, but it's a fourth and five. This environment here in Baxter is about to get crazy.
6: Man, Trip Pinion and this White County uh, football team is not going away. They will not quit. This is the play of the game.
5: 6.51 remaining. Pinion in the backfield. Drops back to pass sidesteps the defender, he's going to take off and run, he's got the first down, there goes Pinion, he has the end zone Trip Pinion unbelievable run, he breaks contained and goes all the
6: way Wow, wow, that was a great I mean, you saw it coming you got three receivers to the right, one to the left look everybody get downfield rolling to the right a little bit Trip Pinion feels the pressure on the right side breaks it back down to the left, I feel like he got some help from his lineman with a little bit of a grab, a little bit of a tug on a defender, was not called. Gets 25 yards into the end zone. Now we got a one score ball game.
5: Incredible, absolutely incredible. The resiliency of this Warriors team, the extra point is good. And so now the score with six minutes and 40 seconds remaining, it is Upperman 21 and the White County Warriors 14.
10: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland.
5: We'll try to avoid the turnover bug on this drive as they'll get the ball back from the White County Warriors, who just scored a touchdown to make this a seven-point game with six minutes and 40 seconds left.
6: I don't know that it's a turnover bug or just a turnover Mack truck about hitting him right in the face because, man, it the turnovers for Upperman have led to Warriors getting 14 points. And in this, a one-score ball game. This game was over. Upperman had the momentum, the lead. And then, man, you got an onside kick, which you know it's coming again. So get ready.
5: Here they go, looking like an onside kick again. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't be. And it isn't. They kick it deep and is a fair catch. So the Upperman bees, uh, for, for some reason, fair catch. And I feel like he had some more space, but it will be at the 20. 20- Five yard
6: wide. Well, here's what you got right now. You got a pooch kick. I would have thought they would have onside kicked it. Pooch kick in the air. Number 10, Brents Turbo Fair catches it. Had about 20 more yards to go, but probably from an Adam Kane standpoint saying, hey, let's keep the ball. Let's not do anything stupid. We give them two other turnovers to score points off that. Let's be smart. Be safe.
5: That's a great point. They're going to be holding on to this football so tightly. Probably just trying to chew up yards right in the middle of the field. Upperman Bees still have a seven-point lead with six minutes and 39 seconds remaining. Bronson Chaffin hands off to his running back right up the middle. Ethan Polk trying to turn forward and gets about three three yards.
6: And that's what – I mean, that's a a play that has worked all night. They've gotten three to four yards on first down, set themselves up in second and manageable. Uh, it, it's going to happen. They, can they hold on to the ball, move some chains? Because when Pinion is not on the field on offense, Wycott is not scoring.
5: Yep. When Pinion is not on the field on offense, the Upperman Bees are doing something right. It's second and seven. Ball on the 30, six minutes remaining, Chaffin back to pass, throws it, got his receiver, hits a first down, he breaks down the sideline, he's got one man to beat, he's out of bounds. Wow, what an incredible, incredible play.
6: Branson Turnbow, the one that on the kick return called for a fair catch, Adam Kane. I mean, where's this coming from? More (laughs) diverse coach right here with the offensive passing game. Typical conservative run guy, you know you know he's thinking we gotta just not turn the ball over, throws a five to ten yard out route on on second and five. Branson Turnbull breaks a tackle, gets down the line for 35 plus yards, and now you got the ball on their on the white county side of the field. And man, that's that's big time play by Upperman offense.
5: Five minutes and fifty-five seconds remaining. Now Upperman is in White County territory, ball on the 41-yard line. What a play from Branson Turnbow. And now Chaffin will run it himself. He keeps it. Good Turns upfield. Uh, he gets about, I'd say about seven yards on that carry.
6: All right, so let's look at this series already. You get the ball. Pull, four yards. Pass play from Chaffin and Turnbow, 30 yards. You got another Branson Turnbow run play, five yards. You keep continuing to go down this path. You're going to be successful. You're going to be in the end zone in about five more plays if you keep doing this.
5: Incredible play uh, play design choices from the Upperman Bees. It is second and five. And, of course, Chaffin stayed inbound, so the clock keeps running. 5.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. Chaffin hands it off to his running back right up the middle. Paul gets close to a first down. We'll see where this is spotted.
6: Such a hard runner.
5: It looks like it is going to be... Is going to be a a it is going to be a third no it's going to be a first nope. down. Give it to them. They're giving giving them the ball. That was very close. But there's a spot that benefits Upperman, and the clock keeps moving and the chains keep moving.
6: Probably would have thought the White Cat would have done an official measurement right there, but he felt comfortable enough to put that arm in a first down motion with 4:30 to play. Upperman doing everything right. Upperman's
5: got the ball 21 to up 21 to 14 trying to put this game away. Bronson Chaffin hands off to Ethan Polk and that is a short gain of about uh, 2 yards.
6: That's that's coach K, uh, old school coach Kane, uh, Adam Kane there with Upperman's head coach. Put the ball, he's got like a goal line set with one receiver, running back, quarterback. Let's just put it in the box and just push the pile. Let's just push the pile, keep that clock rolling. Our offensive line, let's piggyback off them and get this first down.
5: Second and eight, now under four minutes to play, and this is the speed of the clock we were expecting uh, to move in this fourth quarter as Bronson Chaffin sends a couple guys in motion. Chaffin. Chaffin. Hands it off to Polk, right up the middle, and there goes Polk. Again, a huge first down, but there is a flag. Interesting to see who this flag is on, but for the moment it is a huge first down for Ethan Polk.
6: You had uh, trip Pinion, first time we've uh, called his number on defense tonight as a safety. Polk goes through the line, goes through the backers. I feel like that could have been a uh, face mask right here because if it wasn't for Trip Pinion on defense, Ethan Polk gets into the end zone for his second time of the night.
5: It is a face mask, so what a massive, massive penalty. That will just tack on more yardage, and so this is going to turn into a huge game. Now Upperman is deep in White County territory. The That's a gentry power. They're
6: actually, you know, if they're on the uh, inside the 10, which it looks like they are, there is no chance for a first down. Nope, they're on the 15, so they got a chance to gain a uh, first down and continue that uh, clock to roll.
5: Yes, they are on the 13-yard line. Three minutes and 36 seconds left at this point. Upperman's probably not thinking kill the clock. They're probably thinking let's score another touchdown and really put this one away with with the drive that they're having.
6: Yeah, I mean, you look at your quarterback Bronson Chaffin, who's directing traffic. You know, we we mentioned at the pregame Bronson Chaffin, Trip Pinion. We know what Trip Pinion's done in this fourth quarter. It's been great. Uh, but Upperman's held him in those first two quarters. Bronson Chaffin is just game managing this fourth quarter. Uh, and that's what you want from a sophomore. I mean, that, that's a he's growing right in front of our eyes right here. He's becoming that team leader that Upperman needs. And so if they can go ahead and punch this in, that has to be a tremendous confidence booster, not just for the coaching staff, but for his fellow players to say, hey, look, I got you guys. Let's go get this touchdown. Let's move the clock. Let's go win this ball game. A sophomore
5: quarterback with so much maturity already in Bronston Chaffin. Amazing. The clock now is beginning to move once again. 3.30 left in the fourth quarter. Chaffin hands it off to Polk. Cutting up. There goes Ethan Polk. He's close to the end zone and he's in. And Touchdown, Ethan Polk. What a huge play from the powerful power back running back. And the Upperman Bees are now up 27 to 14.
6: Right. Hey, two scores, two fireworks, or it goes up two scores right there. You got two fireworks in the background here in Baxter. The crowd, the Cowbells, they're loving it. That, you, you kick an extra point, go up 14. There's still time to go. we've got trip P in the backfield still so not all is done. We've seen this already so you can't count them out but you feel a lot better right now. We've got a little confidence if you're Upperman Bs.
5: There is still time to go for sure because we've seen White County score a touchdown in about a minute of game time because of because of what they were able to uh, what they were able to do Now Upperman. there is a penalty on Upperman after that touchdown play. So this may be a longer extra point than normal.
6: Stanfield does have the leg uh, if it is backed up, which it doesn't look like it is right now. If there is a penalty, sometimes they will allow the uh, penalty to be enforced on the kickoff.
5: That appears to be so. And the extra point is nearly blocked, but it goes through. It is good. So now with 319 remaining, a huge score from Upperman. The uh, Hometown Upperman Bees on homecoming have 28, and the White County Warriors have 14.
15: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do in person or online. Find them at onebanktn.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
5: After an amazing drive from the Upperman Bees. They have made this a 28-14 game. Great, powerful run from Ethan Polk to make this a two-score game. And now they will kick it off back to White County. Still has 319 left on the clock. So not all hope is lost for the Warriors, but they will have to score quickly once again.
6: Got to be careful here. We've talked about a few of the – we know about uh, opinion, but you got some athletes from Richmond, Stevenson, Dow, uh, Simpson – Purvis. These guys are athletes on the return team. They're able to take any of these kicks back for a touchdown and that's one thing that Upperman does not need to happen.
5: And now Upperman gets ready to kick this ball off as we are going back to White County. They field it cleanly. There goes the Warriors off the field. Dowell loses out.
6: the ball. A fumble from Dowell. It's going to be close. There's two. Dow got back down there quickly, but there was a black defender on the Upperman bees. It was uh, with the black jersey getting underneath it. But I feel like Dow snuck his hands back in there. Luckily for White County, there uh, the chances for this game is still in the <laughs> in the hands there. There have been some wild,
5: wild things that have happened uh, in this second half. But the White County Warriors still. Still alive at this point, three minutes and 12 seconds remaining. Like we
6: mentioned before, though, right there, you got the ball in Dow's hands. He got returned for 20 yards.
5: It was a very good return, and he got back on the ball, and there's a false start there. looked like the receivers went in motion again.
6: Had it been a pass play. We had two receivers to the right, one to the left, the the two on the far side from us here the press box at Upperman. Uh, They were ready for the ball to be thrown to them. They both took off too quick is that
5: just nervousness coach at this point in the game
6: anticipation Uh, you know when the coach calls your number you want to be so perfect you want to be good and you know you got to outrun that db and so that's what they're trying to do
5: that makes perfect sense and now white county second first and 15 excuse me good pass and it's through the hands of darvin richmond i mean richmond's made some of the best catches we've seen today But that one uh, was a bit high, but certainly one that he's gotten before.
6: Yeah, he had to leave his feet. It was over his helmet, uh, but still, it's one-on-one on on the outside. A quick little slant right there. He's thinking, get the ball. And any time a receiver's going over the middle, I promise you, they're thinking, when I get down on the ground, somebody's going to be there to meet me.
5: And as a result, he dropped the ball, and now... There's another stoppage in the play. It it seems like the clock may have been moving despite it being an incomplete pass once again.
6: And this is about the third or fourth uh, uh, concern with the clock, but they've got an official up here. Uh, You know, Tito's got your. they've got seven officials here on the ball game, and so they've got got eyes on it because I promise you the fans are definitely going to let them know about it.
5: There's 2.58 remaining on the clock. So good thing they caught that for White County because that would have cost them 13 seconds. And at this point in the game, every second counts if you're the White County Warriors. Second and 15 to go. Pinion back to pass. Looking downfield. He throws it deep. He's got a receiver downfield. And it's incomplete. Wow, great defense there. He was looking for Darvin Richmond again. But there was a guy all over him.
6: Hey, that's one of your fastest guys in the upper Cumberland. He went head-to-head right there with Carmine Phillips. He was, again, Carmine Phillips was in great position, two steps ahead of Richmond. By the time that ball was released and thrown 45 yards downfield, Richmond had a one-yard lead on him, which tells you his speed, and there was some contact, which knocked Carmine Phillips down. The the crowd here wanted some pass interference on the offense, uh, probably a good no-call, just a... You know, close potential for a touchdown there. Otherwise, third and long.
5: I thought there was potential for for defensive pass interference on Phillips, but both players were shoving on each other. So I agree. That was a great no-call from the referees, both players kind of knocking each other down. So in that situation, it'd be hard to call it on either one. There's 250 remaining in this fourth quarter. Pinion back to pass. He throws it downfield again, and it is caught. Is that caught? It is caught. Wow. I believe that was wow. a you got moss moment right there <laughs> from number 13, Antonio Purvis.
6: That's, man, he did that against Warren Cannon when we had that game. The ball was thrown in the air, and if, if there's a back shoulder pass in high school, this was it. He went up, back shoulder, caught the ball, came down with it. You described that perfectly, Darren, with a you got moss.
5: And now Pinion back to pass again, throwing it downfield. He's it's got open. a guy open in the middle of the field. Is that Purvis again? It is. It is, and that's another White that's County first down. The Warriors moving quickly. on the ball quick. They, they are rushing down there. Under two and a half minutes remaining, Pinion spikes the ball wow, in the backfield. Type.
6: Hey, that that's the they've thrown that play a lot. Uh, you know, with the outside blitzing coming, Pinions realized that over the middle is going to be open, and it was there again, kind of floated it, uh, going right back to the guy that made the catch right there, Purvis. Got hit hard by that uh, strong safety. First down, gets on the ball, spikes it. So we've seen a back shoulder pass here. We've seen a one over the middle, and now we're spiking the ball. This is starting to look like a little bit of a college game.
5: It absolutely is coach and I will say I don't know what the issue continues to be with the clock I mean he's spiked the ball at 2:23 and then the clock ran off a few more seconds so now it is two minutes and 20 seconds remaining uh, and the bees still have a 28 to 14 lead. White County second and 10 of course after the spike ball.
6: Yeah, it's kind of it's changing the flow of the game. You know, if you're White counting, you've got a lot of momentum. You want to spike the ball, get back up, and keep that uh, Upperman defense on their heels. If you're Upperman, you kind of like it a little bit, but you're kind of getting discouraged too because you're having to adjust your stuff because you've got a timeout every other play. So it is changing the dynamic of the game. And as I've said, they've
5: added ten seconds back to the clock, so it is two minutes and thirty seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. It's the Upperman bees, twenty-eight and the White County Warriors, 14.
6: Monterey wins big for Monterey. Hmm.
5: That'll be exciting to go see them again. 20 Warriors are on a second and ten with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Down 28 to 14, but they're driving down the field. They're on Upperman's 32 yard line. Man,
6: I feel like the last eight minutes of this ball game have lasted as long as the first three quarters.
5: I agree, Coach. I mean, it, it was going to get a lightning speed because both these teams running the ball. And then with the clock issues and the turnovers and Some other weird instances. I mean, there's several other games in the Upper Cumberland that have now finished before us. I thought we were gonna be one of the first games to finish, but we've still got two minutes, 30 seconds left in this one. And the referees are, are still discussing something in the middle.
6: And, and that's what's going to happen too you're in high school football, you've got some clock issues, whatever it may be. they're trying to get it figured out. they're trying to do their job and get it correct. but now the white cap is having to go all the way to one side, explain it to the head coach, come back to the other side, explain it to the head coach. and so again, it's frustrating as a fan because you're here to see a good ball game and we have one. I mean it was a, a good ball game to begin with you had some separation, but you don't want to disrupt the flow of the game because it's exciting and guess what? we're getting disrupted.
5: This, this has been an exciting game. At halftime, Upperman was up 21-0. to Looked like White County couldn't do anything right on, on offense. And then all of a sudden, just a series of crazy events happened in the second half. And now we find ourselves in a two-score game.
6: I'm afraid right here what's about to happen is you're going to have the official that was up in the press box is no longer out there. So he's going to keep the clock on the field. And unfortunately... That's, go, that's going to be uh, frustrating for the fans because we're not going to know the game, game clock. On the field of play. Yep.
5: That is fascinating. Let's go,
12: B fans.
5: And now Pinion is going to run the ball. Trip Pinion with a nice cut up the field. Great tackle. And he gets taken down at around the eight yard line. Fan- Pinion on the carry. What? Fancy footwork from Pinion.
6: It was, but he's an even better tackle by uh, Cam Bush right there, one on one.
5: And now Pinion. Eight yards to go. He throws it. He's, He's got open. his receiver. Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, Touchdown White Touchdown, County. Warriors. He's got number 11, Peyton Simpson, again. And the Warriors have the heart of Warriors not giving up in this game.
6: They, I mean, throw the out route right there. They've been over the middle, over the middle, uh, constantly. Throw the out route right there to Simpson. Uh, was met by, got by the time he got to the pylon. Too late for them a uh, one score ball game here we go
5: and now they get ready to attempt the extra point here they go and the extra point is good it just gets through the corner so now the score after that incredible you know run to set the play after the touchdown pass to Simpson it is now a one score game here in the upper cumberland late in the fourth quarter it is the upperman bees 28 and the White County Warriors
9: 21. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-Gig Fiber Optic Network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-Gig Broadband Service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931 476-2151 476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10GIG.
5: And so, after a White County touchdown, it is the Warriors are now down 28-21. to 21. Uh, Us, you know, me, I'm here, Devin Hope, I'm here with my partner, Coach Wes Shanks, we have no idea what the time is left in this game. It's probably around two minutes because the time is now on the field. And here goes an offside kick. kick. And Bobble. it's bobbled.
6: He has got the ball between his legs. Cam Bush received that ball. Former baseball player uh, got on the ball, scooped it up like a, like a slow rolling ground ball and kept it between his elbows, his hands, and his knees on the ground right there. Are That's, you
5: are you surprised? By, I'm not saying are you surprised by the onside kick, but are you surprised by the way they did that onside kick? Because that looks completely different than the first onside kick where they kicked it as hard as possible.
6: You know that onside kicks are very difficult. you got you got to have a kicker that kicks it just at the right uh, velocity, the right angle to get that hop it's because you're trying to time it just perfectly. So those are n- not easy to do
5: and certainly not easy to replicate if you have a successful one. And so, Bronson Chaffin and this Upperman offense will try to run down the rest of this clock. Here goes Ethan Polk. He is hit after about a four-yard gain there on first down.
6: Big tackle. Now, here you say, you know, we don't know the time. We don't. But what we do know is we have one timeout remaining at Sparta, White County. The Bees have zero.
5: And it is second and six. White County has one timeout. They'll probably try to use it as wisely as possible. Really, they could really use a three and out and then a timeout to get the ball back with who knows how little time left, but probably not much.
6: Clock's rolling right now. You're probably close to a minute 30.
5: Chaffin in the backfield, taking his time. It's gonna hand off to Polk, and Polk bursts through. Oh, that looks like a first down for the upper midfield. That's Bees. gonna be ball
6: game. That's gotta be ball game.
5: That it, it. That looks like it's gonna do it. Wow! If there's
6: less than a minute 30 right now, they're if they're getting ready to, they're stopping the clock. They're nope. He's called first down. That's gonna move the chains with only one timeout left under a minute 30. That. Take a knee right there. Get out of here. Homecoming with a seven point win on a new rival in this region 4A. And what a
5: rivalry game it has been as, as, as well. It's, and yes, it's a new rival, but I feel like after the way this game has gone, this could develop into a really serious rivalry in this region 4A competition as Upperman. Comes up. It looks like they are likely going to snap the ball. And they're going to hand it off once again to Polk. And he is stuffed in the backfield. And now it looks like perhaps a timeout has been taken. Yes, a timeout has been taken. White oh, County is scary. using that last timeout. Time last
6: last timeout. It's, it's uh, here's, let's, are we, you know, Tough time to go to a break if we needed to. But there's no timeouts. You're down seven if you're a White County. There must be a chance that they can still win this ball game. Uh, And I I don't know what it is because time is everything at this moment, and Coach Beatty is doing everything he can to help the Warriors come away victorious.
5: Yes, we are going to stay right here. You know, the Warriors, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I I think they're maybe hoping something – unfortunate happens like maybe I mean we've seen some crazy things in this game maybe Upperman bobbles the snap and White County falls on it but again I'm not sure how much time they would have left Maybe, probably just under a minute uh, now I'm guessing
6: well you you know you've got your uh, coaching staffs from both sides who are uh, who are communicating back and forth to the officials we're up here in the press box can't hear if we've been on the sideline we'd know how much time there was
5: And so now it is going to be a second and 11. Chaffin hands off to Polk. He's hit, and he gets taken down a short gain, so it will be a third and long for the Upperman Bees, up 28-21 to late in the fourth quarter.
6: This is about to just be a surprise here in a second. They're going to blow a whistle, and we're not going to know what's going on. Hold on a
5: second. There's some weird – it looks like they are – Taking another, they time must have. Out.
6: We must have been mistaken about the timeouts. We thought they only had one remaining. They had two, which again changes the whole dynamic. Because if they didn't have timeouts, that clock's running the ball game. We could initially uh, Upperman could sit on a knee, get the ball on the ground, run the clock out. But now with two timeouts, and we not know what the clock is, this has become just a, a guessing game. I got I'm lost at words.
5: That's certainly weird because from what we could see on the scoreboard, it said only one timeout left. But the way the players and the coaches are acting, it does make more
6: sense now that there would be
5: two timeouts
6: left. So, which now, if there's anything over about 45 seconds left in this ball game, Sparta can get the ball
5: back. And I'm going to take a guess that there probably is, because otherwise, why wouldn't why wouldn't. Uh, why so, wouldn't why why wouldn't upperman just kneel the ball then so if there wasn't
6: there's two ways right here upperman wins this ball game one they get 11 yards right here and get this first down two i don't know what two is they got to get a first down right here <laughs> <laughs> two, two is um, two is not an option if you're at right, coach Adam yeah. Kane and staff
5: <laughs> exactly yo oh, well, two I, two i guess is not get it uh punt it and then white and then just stop white county on right. however much time they have left and i'm afraid if
6: you get the ball back to uh, trip pinion it's going to be a tie ball game we're going to overtime
5: probably if they give the ball back to pinion it's probably going to be a uh, it's going to be
6: fun to watch
5: yeah it would be a 90 yard scramble touchdown and here we go third and 11 here in Baxter Chaffin keeps the ball. He's running it himself. He's got the edge. he's got the edge. He might have a first down. This is going to be close. No, he's going to be a little bit short, but that's a huge play. Bronston Chaffin is short of a first down. Coach, if if you're the upper mid-head coach, do you go for it on fourth down here and try to get it and end this game?
6: I've got the huge crowd here for homecoming. I'm up one score in Baxter, Tennessee, number two team in the state. You go for this. You get this. You put this game away. You tell everybody else in Region 4A that, hey, we're the team to beat. you got to beat us. And they've got the big, strong quarterback to do it. As
5: And they've got the big, strong running back to do it as well. They could give it to either one. And it would probably be a right move. Here it is. Fourth and one. Fourth and two. Here goes Paul right up the middle. And he fights forward. Does he
6: First have down? It? Hey, they are saying it's a first down. Man, who else are you going to give it to right there? You got your big six foot one eighty, Bronson Chaffin, or number twenty-one Polk, who has two touchdowns, over a hundred yards. Definitely gonna be your player of the game. Amazing night, Ethan Polk.
5: And Ethan Polk again was hit right away. Fights forward and gets the first down. I mean, again, I, at first I thought he was going to be bottled up at the liner scrimmage, Coach, but once again he keeps the legs moving, pushes guys forward, and gets those critical two yards.
6: you got some dynamic runners here in this region for it. You. You've got uh, Pinion. you've got guys for the, the guy from Macon County, but there's no harder runner in the upper Cumberland than Ethan Paul. I promise you. And, and there it is.
5: That's, that's the ball game. The game has officially ended. The fireworks are going off in beautiful Baxter, Tennessee. Homecoming win for the Upperman Bees. The Upperman Bees are now 5-0, and the White County Warriors fall to 2-3. What an incredible game. We'll be back with the postgame. This has been Upperman 28 and White County 21
18: the uc sports nation game of the week
5: powered by middle
7: tennessee natural gas tonight's action sponsored by twin lakes broadband tv phone security the upper cumberland's twin lakes gentry's power equipment your hometown x mark dealer sales service the mower to get the work done and by zach the car guy broad street cookville Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy.
11: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a
2: turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call A&L Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing.
13: What's in your heart?
16: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
13: Helping an Upper
16: Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive.
13: Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community.
16: UC EMC Cares.
13: From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership.
16: Sign Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner.
13: And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar.
16: And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart?
8: When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville.
17: Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine.
8: He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. Wow,
5: what a game this was here. What
6: Yours. There's your recap of the game. It's, it's on yours.
5: Oh, all right. What, what a game we just saw here. Um, wow, I'm almost at a loss for words, but I'll try to summarize it here for you guys real quick. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees the Upperman Bees stand with a 5-0 and record as, as they win this game. Twenty-eight to twenty-one over the White County Warriors, who fall to two and three. Okay, incredible game. The, the first half, definitely though, way more lopsided in favor of the homecoming, hometown Upperman Bees. Bronston Chaffin runs it in from a four-yard touchdown uh, in the first quarter, and this was on the opening drive of the Upperman bees they got the ball went right down the field scored a four-yard touchdown then uh white county gets the ball they have a very good opening drive but they turn it over on fourth down it wouldn't be the first time they turn it over on fourth down then the upperman bees get the ball back and it turns into a fantastic drive that leads to a 43-yard touchdown pass to Carmine Phillips. And when I say he went up and snagged this ball, he snagged this ball out of the air, juked out a couple of defenders, got into the end zone. All of a sudden, 14-0 Upperman. This was in the second quarter. Then the Upperman Bees managed to get the ball back late in the second quarter, and they go right Down the field, get to the two-yard line. First and goal on the two-yard line, they hand it off to Ethan Paul for a two-yard rushing touchdown. At halftime, it's Upperman 21 and White County 0. Then, third quarter, uh, there is no score, but the White County Warriors playing with a lot more urgency, and, and they find creative ways to keep the ball. Upperman fumbles the ball twice, twice in the second half. They they fumble it on a on a return and then they fumble it on a short run. So, uh, White County is able to keep possession of the ball and as a result, early in the fourth quarter, uh, there's a 21-yard touchdown pass from superstar quarterback Trip Pinion. He gains more confidence as he finds uh, his receiver Stevenson and. Gabe, uh, Gage Stevenson gets open in the end zone, makes this a 21-7 game. Then, all of a sudden, you know, later in the fourth quarter, White County getting more desperate, and then Trip Pinion. Breaks contain, maybe a little bit of hold, uh, you know, on, on the offensive line. But Pinion gets by, 20-yard touchdown run, makes this 21-14. But then upperman they get the ball they run the ball effectively and they get all the way down the field and ethan polk the player of the game a nine-yard touchdown run to finish this one put it out of reach we had some clock issues uh, so we weren't really able to see uh what the final score was um and then and then oh and i will say white county did score a nine-yard touchdown pass pinion to simpson later but ultimately they weren't able to get the ball back upperman uh, ran the clock out and that is how the game ended so as as a result as a result the upperman of uh, the upperman bees win this game tw- uh, 28 to 21 over White County uh, we will be right back with some more final stats you're listening to sports radio 104.7 <laughs>
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Mark mowers 2 to 1 over the next
2: best-selling brand. The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call A&L Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing.
15: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
11: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
5: shanks and we're ready to get into some final stats of this game coach
6: i mean with a 28 to 21 win That's a that's tremendous for the uh, upperman bees that takes them to a 5-0 and record with 3-0 and in region 4a at the top of the standings uh, white county goes down to 2-3 to 0-2 in the region a tough place to be in a tough region and tonight's uh i mean it was all about third down conversions uh you look at White County, they were 6-for-19. I say that again, 6-for-19 on third down conversions, which is one of the reasons why they were unsuccessful in this ball ballgame. Upperman uh, 1-for-6. Uh, White County goes 3-for-6 on fourth down conversions, which kept them in this ball ballgame uh, with Uppermen being 1-for-3. Time of possession, 23 minutes for your White County versus 20 minutes on Uppermen. So they had the time on the clock. Uh, rushing leaders. Everybody came into this game thinking Pinion was going to be that. Twenty-three rushes, seventy-five yards, one touchdown. Malik Dow, eight rushes, twenty-four yards. You look on the other end of the uh, the field there. Ethan Palk, twenty-five rushes, hundred and thirty-five yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Bronson Chaffin, nine rushes, sixty-one yards, and a touchdown. The run game was powered by upper men and the you know that is the reason why they were able to be successful. Uh, through the air, Tripp Pinion uh, had to change his uh, dynamic offensive outlook and went 14 for 13, passing for 167 yards and two touchdowns. Bronston Chaffin went nine, an efficient 7 for 9, 143 and one touchdown. Uh, Bronson Chaffin, two receptions, 64 yards. Carmine Phillips, a big one-catch, 43-yard touchdown. And Stevenson for your White County Warriors went two receptions, 45 yards, and a touchdown with Simpson coming in late in the fourth quarter with three receptions, 24 yards, and a touchdown as well. Those are your stats of the game.
5: Incredible. And you said that you're you're – player of the game coach was Ethan Polk and, and absolutely when you look at the stats that he had uh, especially considering the game winning touchdown it is not hard to see but in any case just to reiterate the final score of this one was the Upperman Bees 28 and the White County Warriors 21
17: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team
20: It's football time in Tennessee and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit twinlakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today.
19: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland, Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
6: we're in the uh, fourth quarter with Red Boiling Springs, 14, Jackson County, 21. We're going to Trousdale County, 7, Smith County, 21 in the fourth quarter. Huge rival game there just down the mountain, just down the plateau. Monterey uh, came into this game against Westmoreland on a loss against Clay County at home, which is our game of the week last week. They get a huge, tremendous win for Coach Hughes in the bunch, 35 to 14 over Westmoreland, uh, which will lead us into the next week game of the week against Monterey Gordonsville. Gordonsville was seven to Cab County 21 tonight, so Gordonsville, a powerhouse, number 10 in the state in single A, uh, comes away with a loss uh, following a uh, a couple, you know, stints there for some wins. Macon County 35, Cumberland County, nothing. Portland, twenty-eight, Clay County, forty-two in the fourth quarter. You've got a final with Pickett County zero. Livingston Academy forty-nine. Cookville at Mount Juliet. Cookville came away with fourteen. Mount Juliet thirty-eight. Uh Gallatin forty nine to zero against Warren County.
5: Wow, that, that's those are some amazing, amazing scores there. Uh, from around the upper Cumberland area, coach. And let's just get right back into this ball game here. What what a what a tremendous football game you and I witnessed. It, it didn't appear that way in, in the first half. I mean, well, unless you're an Upperman fan, of course, but the Upperman B's just were controlling the game. It was twenty one to nothing and Trip Pinion, who's been dominating teams all season long on the ground, just seemed completely stopped. I'm like, wow, what an incredible defense we're witnessing with the bees and all of a sudden things really changed in that second half
6: well you're talking about 15 to 18 year olds right i mean they're tremendous athletes if you break this game out into quarters the first three quarters upperman high school has the better athletes they're running this game they're dominating with the run game they're stopping trip pinion they score 21 unanswered white county and and their staff comes away with 21 of their own unanswered points there uh, that allowed them to get back in this ball game, uh, and Upperman was only a, a, you know only able to get seven in the fourth quarter to end this ball game with a 28 to 21 uh, tally. But that's if you break it down, the first three quarters were all Upperman. The last quarter, with time management issues and everything else, the passing game, White County showed some fight. Which is why they're going to be a tough opponent in every 4A uh, matchup, but Upper men, the number two team in the state, was able to come away with the win.
5: And now it's it's the third game in a row. Though I will say, tremendous fight from the White County Warriors. You love to see, Warriors. You love to see young kids refuse to give up in these moments, and they come up short, but they show tremendous hustle.
6: Well, I'll I tell you what, uh, Coach Beatty talked about it early in the year, and they all knew this going into their record was going through what he called the gauntlet, Cookville, Stone, Upperman, Macon, and that's four games in a row that were just going to be a, a tell of what the season is. And they're 0-3 in those games. Uh, they, you know, look to go to Macon County, who just come off a, a couple wins here uh, and a big win tonight over a Cumberland County team. So – even though they took a tough loss tonight against Upperman, they've got no easy task next week at Macon County, who's got all the confidence in the world as well. So, with Trip Pinion, with the rest of the team, and Coach Beatty, there is no easy task moving forward. It's it's going to be interesting to see how they handle all the adversity.
5: When you have a gauntlet like that, you know there's there's pros and cons. Obviously, the pro is. If you win all four of those games, wow, then you're in for like one of the most special seasons of all time. but the more likely fact unfortunately is you lose all those games and it it turns in from a promising year into um you know an average or potentially disastrous season instead so but again, they've been close all three of these games have been one score finishes, just like we saw in this one tonight, somehow White county finds a way to stay in it. But now Upperman controlling things in their region, they are 5 and 0.
6: 5 and 0, 3 and 0 in the region foray right there. Uh, and they've got a what seems to be a little bit of a lesser opponent at Cumberland County uh, at Crossfield next week to look to go 4-0, uh, but you saw what happened to get Livingston last week, also a little bit of a lesser opponent, but when you come in and Friday night lights and and kind of don't put your put your best foot forward, Sometimes teams get the best of you, or at least are in ball games when they shouldn't be. But after the the Cumberland County game in Region Four A, you've got a non-conference Smith County, non-conference White House before you have the Stone Memorial contest. That is going to tell who's going to be top of that region to come playoff time.
5: That will certainly be an interesting matchup to keep an eye on as well. And, and yeah, as you said, I think you know. Head football coach at Alabama, Nick Saban, uh, you know, said it best. You know, some of these games are like rat poison, the games that are, where you are highly favored in. So then you take it easy and you end up getting surprised. And at the end of the day, all these kids are working really, really hard. All the coaches are trying really, really hard. So you never want to take a single opponent for granted. But with that, that has been the breakdown of tonight's game uh, here. What What an incredible contest it was. Once again, Just to reiterate the score here in lovely Baxter, Tennessee, it was the hometown Upperman Bees 28 and the White County Warriors 21.
0: Michelin, BF Goodrich, two brands synonymous with great tires. Hall of Fame brands, tires that last a long time, tires that keep your family safe. Doug Freeman Tire is your local Michelin and BF Goodrich dealer. The Freeman name is synonymous with keeping your vehicle rolling, day in, day out. Now, Doug Freeman Tire has brought that commitment to service and two great brands to a brand new location. Highway 70 Cookville, two miles from Outdoor Junction. Great brands, great tires, the Freeman name. Doug Freeman Tire.
10: Weekend projects cost less with Stover's on your team. Outside
0: repairs, a new look, plumbing and electrical work, a decorative redo. Get to work this weekend at Stover's.
10: And save a lot. Stover's delivers big box selection.
15: Without those big box prices.
10: Stover's new appliance center features everything from scratch and dents to gorgeous high-end appliances like you see on those TV shows.
15: You've got a weekend project
19: to do.
10: And Stover's can help you get it done for less.
19: Stover's West Broad Street Cookville. Premier Collision Center is moving. Same great team, same on-time service, same Premier results. Premier Collision is moving in days.
17: Accidents happen, big and small. It's just part of life. So
19: let Mike and the Premier team use their 20 years plus of service to get you back on the road.
17: And keep your life rolling.
19: Call 525-1298 to schedule your repair. 525-1298. Premier Collision Center.
17: Fast friendly
10: professional
19: premier service a coat of paint a drill bit
15: or saw blade the pipe fitting to stop your leak your next project begins at the building center long-term fixer upper project a quick fix
20: we're proud to be at the center of every successful project
15: and the building center is close by main street in livingston south jefferson avenue at highway 111 cookville close by to get the parts and pieces you need close by for the questions answered trained pros the products you need free expertise the building center
5: Seven, and I'm here with my partner in crime here, Coach Wes Shanks. And uh, I, we've got just a few more things to get into. Let's let's talk about our player
6: of the game one last time. I mean, no doubt about it. It's definitely Ethan Park. Uh, started out the game strong, 25 rushes, 138 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a couple of fumbles that allowed uh, White County to stay in this ballgame but did way more positives than negatives. Uh, just, and had more tackles. He had also one reception for a yard. Uh, but for defensively, he also made uh, double-digit uh, tackles or not necessarily double-digit tackles, but double-digit opportunities to, to limit White County's offense. The blitzing scheme was, was uh, tremendous for uh, Coach Kane and the uh, defensive side of the ball that kept them off balance offensively. Uh, and that's, that was the tale of the, of the game.
5: Yeah, amazing, amazing plays. And he had the game-winning touchdown as well. That definitely put kind of put this one out of reach. Again, if he doesn't score that, then we're heading to overtime later. So absolutely incredible player. And now let's just take a quick preview to our next game. The next game of the week next Friday is going to be Gordonsville at Monterey. I'm super excited to go back to Monterey. That that stadium was amazing. And then the press box, of course, absolutely beautiful. So Let's get into that matchup between Gordonsville and the Monterey Wildcats.
6: You know, Gordonsville right now is sitting at uh, number 10 team in the state in single A. Uh, they've got a – they're and 1-0 in their conference right now. They're going to have a lot of conference games at the end of their schedule, so they play a lot of non-conference games. Uh, they just got done with a loss 7-21 to at rival – Cab County, so they're going to be coming to Monterey and the uh, Purple Wildcats there eager to uh, redeem themselves, whereas, uh, and that's Coach Steven Jackson. Whereas Monterey, who when we were up there at uh, uh, or when Clay County came to town at Monterey last week, uh, it was a very close ball game that Coach Hughes, his team let slip away in the fourth quarter against the Defending state runner-up, uh, Clay County Bulldogs, but they rebound a huge, huge rebound game tonight at Region foe, uh, at Region foe Westmoreland, where they came away with a 35 to 14 ball game. So not just a quality win, but a quality domination win. If your coach Hughes, which is going to bring some of that uh, team momentum back to Monterey. And, you know, Coach Hughes and staff is going to be very excited uh, keeping their guys, their run game healthy. Uh, but we know Gordonsville is going to be one of the uh, fastest air assault teams in the Upper Cumberland. They're going to air it out, which is going to give so many uh, difficult dynamics for uh, Monterey's uh, or challenge them defensively. And so it's, that's going to be a fun game, opposite than what we saw tonight when it was uh, – in the first half, when there's a lot of run play, so you're going to see the the stud quarterback there for Gordonsville, uh, you know, pass it 60 to 70 percent of the time. That's going
5: to be really exciting to see. I absolutely can't wait. Be interesting to see how Gordonsville responds. Will they let this loss to their rival DeCab, you know, hurt their confidence, or will they, you know, respond strongly on the road? We'll just have to wait and see next week for that next game of the week. But for now. Here in Baxter, Tennessee, the hometown Upperman Bees came away victorious here on Sports Radio 104.7. I'm Devin Hoke. This is Coach Wes Shanks. Once again, the final score from Baxter Upperman 28 and White County 21.